0: Welcome, welcome to another year, season two of New Southern Heretics. I uh, want to start off real quick. Um, thank you guys all for uh, you know, listening over the past year and getting to meet some of the uh, 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 interesting uh, individuals that I've known in my life. Um, if you want to help out the show, we're... Uh, currently, in the past year, we've got about 2,500 uh, downloads so far from a, from a show just out of nowhere. So like, thank you guys so much. But if you really want to help the show out further, go on uh, iTunes or uh, wherever you uh, listen to podcasts at. Leave us a five-star a rating and write us a review if you write a review of new southern heretics and give us a five-star rating It's going to help us in the algorithms to get seen by other people So the whole idea of the show is we want to uh, Promote all the folks on the show to make them shine and then you know We can build out from there and just create this really big network So if you can please do that and write us a, uh, a nice review with having said that Samson Biscuit, the uh, the magic powers have aligned to bring us all here. Samson, the show wouldn't have gotten started if uh, well you hadn't uh, been like, sure, I'd love to do this and. Biscuit, I think currently is the uh, 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 the reigning champ. I'm the breadwinner. <laughs>
1: bread
0: MVP, MVP, <laughs> with with uh, with downloads. I think Sierra and Charlie. They only have one episode. It's crushing it, dude. <laughs> like it's got like a hundred and sixty like uh, 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 individual
2: downloads so far. We like, found out how like it's getting like that. Motherfucker just farted. Uh. He did. Have you found out, like, how it's getting out, like, like, like what's you like, Chicago is one of your biggest, like, uh... No, the, uh,
0: the greater Seattle area. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, I think it's, like, Lake Stevens, Washington.
3: Um, um, let's go, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's, let's go
3: to Lake Stevens. I,
0: I have been, uh, I have been thinking about, like, this idea. What I'd like to do is I'd like to set up some sort of, of, like, panel, right almost like it's like a show like like for bands or something okay. and then just it'll just be a panel we could have like uh some of the new southern heretics uh greater family just sort of like revolve in come in talk take q a tell stories right. we can have even like debates with some of the more uh, uh, I'm, I'm, staunch people i'm always for that <laughs> but i
2: think uh you really should turn that light laundry into like a podcast room
0: The, uh, well, the the laundry room currently is, is bonkers, uh, uh, shithouse and... Get him out. (laughs) Get him going. I I don't know. It's, uh, but yeah, I don't know how, how, um, like some of the certain areas, like, I mean, obviously, uh, places like Valdosta and like South Georgia and Atlanta, like kind of make sense because I, you know, I know people in all those areas, but, um, yeah, um, belleville illinois i think it's a suburb of st louis is another uh, a big one but have i have you, have no you tried idea. to reaching out to any of these people no like, i have no idea have who you... they are <laughs> <laughs> do you
3: like, a, do like two hours live questioning a on facebook or something
0: <laughs> well, well see so like like i'm 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 still getting the hang of like everything you yeah. know what i mean i think i've definitely gotten better with actually like talking to people but like as far as like ideas is sort of like okay like well how can how can we like make this more acquiring
3: supporters or getting a partnership shit like that yeah but I mean a lot, a lot of like questions like Q&A board would be dope like we just have people calling in and whatever you want to talk about we'll talk about oh, man, talk to be some cool. of these Lake Stevens people see what's on their mind you know I mean? it's probably
2: like some Antifa faction trying to find people to cancel or something
3: <laughs> dude, even better dude even better that's the path to quick fame right now it is in a certain way but yeah, the past
0: past year, man, like it's every, everybody kind of went from being like hardcore uh, uh, political and scientific experts to now, like folks are just they're just kind of chill. It's back like, to normal now. Yeah, they out.
3: I think it's the plague and the dog and pony show of an election we just went through. they just kind of people are burnt out. Everyone's sure. like no more, man. It's too much. It's like reality TV. You can only watch so much of the it's real like world August. before you're like Jesus.
2: Like, like but August, I was like, I, I'm done. I don't care. Somebody can like roll a fucking tank over Trump, and I wouldn't care. I'm, like, I'm over it. I'm over it. His fucking supporters are unbearable. His anti the the, the other side people. Hey, they're fucking unbearable. The and it's like I was just over it. I'm done. I don't even need to follow it anymore.
3: I did this strange thing where I made all of them cartoon characters and then just made it into like a TV series. It's what it really in my is. Head is just It's Just um, like this political theater. It's like. just so hilarious. It's like an episode of South Park in real life. This is like, okay.
0: It can, like it kind of is. It like, is, it's it's been so absurd. Like the past like like year or so of just like everything escalating nope. to this point and then it's just like the smallest cum shot from all that
3: built up. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like just drizz- such just drizzling down the small of your
1: back.
0: <laughs> yeah, just such a such a <laughs> minimal return on investment <laughs> from
2: all the uh, all the turmoil that uh, seems to have presented itself. It's the joy—it's not, not over though.
1: No, it's no. The, and the
2: joy I get is like watching those people who like you know are going back or like you know Biden or Bust. He thinks better than Trump, and now he's in office. And like we're not getting two thousand dollars, <laughs> we're not getting all this shit he's talking about. And like he hasn't had a like a press, like an open press briefing yet. This, so yeah, it's but, like you know it's it's interesting to watch these other people who got like so on board. Like a lot of Trump supporters did four years ago. Got on board with Trump because they didn't like Hillary Clinton. They got on the Biden boat because they hated flat. Trump.
3: Yeah. It's all clout, man. And like, look at me. I'm involved.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm
3: involved. <laughs> I'm a part of something. Yay! And I'm way better than you because of how I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It, 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 if it is fostered in all of these different uh, uh, sex S e c t. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, society. That
3: word. But when we were talking about eighty year old perverts. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the, the clarification.
0: <laughs> but to like. Like they've created, like, all of these, like, almost, like, little mini marketing campaigns for, yeah. like, ideology. Where it's like, now, if you choose here, you know this is the right
3: answer for yeah. you. It's like a, like a Sam's card. Yeah. But buy into my club. Yeah. And then you don't get anything, but it's cool. You're part of it. It's like, Pepsi's for fascists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only Coca-Cola
0: <laughs>
1: supports
0: real inclusion for everybody.
2: Well, that's the other weird thing is, like, how, like... It, the whole the whole diversity movement like sets itself up is like the anti-establishment movement, but like literally like you said Coke, Pepsi, Nike, Adidas, it, all these big mega corporations of the six that control everything are like backing it and all all in for it. And they still act like it's there's like, there's like there's this big giant pushback. Well, yeah, because the people the push it back don't have any power to push back. Well, like, corporate entities
3: aren't people. That's what that's what we get messed up is that we it, it seems like it'd be. It's like it's just one person, but it's not. So the people that are getting canceled are real people that have bills to pay, a whole lot. They're trying to cancel Eminem right now. Get out of here. They, they've waited a very yeah. long well, they, time. They the tried <laughs> They tried in the 90s. Right now it's blowing up because of the lyric on Love the Way You Lie where he said, I'll tire her to the bed and set the house. If she ever tries to leave again? Yeah. I'll tire her to the bed. That was set a the fucking, literally a hit song yeah, for it, weeks. It's, it's, it's,
2: it's, <laughs> like it like 2000s. it's like quadruple
3: platinum. But it's also forever ago. It's,
2: like, and, it's, it's, really, it's really all these fucking like college age kids who are now out in the world and they realize how fucking boring it is. And they're like, Entertainment. Yeah, they're, they're looking for something like, oh, this guy was a rapper. He's huge. He, wr- he rapped about like Tyler going to the bed and burn the house down. It's just fucking weird. It's dipshit. Yeah. It's not real.
3: Yeah. And we sang the fuck out of
2: when it I came that out. Song.
3: that was yeah. a good song. Everyone thought of someone. i her ass to the bed, you know? I, I will say that, uh, what would it be? Uh, what was his third
0: or fourth one? The Eminem Show. Out of his post Eminem Show, like. Singles that he put out, yeah. that was like one of like the rare like like real bangers. A that, well, it was yeah. right when Rihanna
3: was blowing up too had a catchy, catchy hook. True. We well, there's there's singles, something so. got a lot of seductive about her voice exactly. anyway. You know.
0: Have you but, seen
2: her? She's actually seductive. Colbert. Exactly. I mean, she's a,
0: well,
3: she's a sex symbol. Y-
0: aside from that, her voice alone is seductive. The same people yep. trying
3: to cancel him, with him right now have no idea that he talked about Columbine and how it was a good thing that school bullies got shot up and like. How are you upset right now the, the, about It's
2: it? like it's, uh, this whole gener- generation that is, that is now like politically awakened who don't understand context or meaning. Or comedy. Or comedy. Or, or, art or satire. Or or art. So, yeah,
3: any, any sort of creative element that's not, it's what I'm saying, not what I believe. It's, it's like just a theme. Like,
2: you love know? the way he lies. It's not like like, physically, like tying a girlfriend to a bed and sitting in the house. Before. It's about being that impassioned about somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. His album about.
3: cover was him and his young child disposing of Kim's body.
2: Yeah.
0: the mother of said child <laughs> <I'm>
3: like, <laughs> of all the shit that you can be mad about is crazy
0: and whenever that wasn't offensive enough on the, the next LP he had a sequel yeah. to that song describing the murder it's itself that Kim. Yeah, <laughs> that, well, the song's Wh- her name <laughs> which is I, even including metal songs Kim is one of the most brutal songs mm-hmm. that's ever been written um, for I, sure, I'd say "Immortal Technique Dance with the Devil" yeah, that's is really, probably the that's that's a, that's that's that, as far as hip hop goes. Banger, that may be the most brutal hip hop yeah. song. Of I got him really shot and raped his, his own mother
2: for about about four months. Revolution One Two all the way through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> back to back to back to back to back.
0: Re- Revolutionary Volume Two is one of my favorite albums. Still, like, some of the best
3: MCs ever. Bless Mike without a doubt. Oh yeah, man, without a doubt. Well, and
0: you know he his. his Freestyling is very good too. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely not as um, powerful as whenever
3: I think he sits down with an
0: idea oh, for sure, for and sure. like
3: finesses it. And he would have achieved an insane level of fame had he not been saying Bush knocked down the towers. Like <laughs> yeah, when they knocked down the towers, you know what I mean? So it At, uh, completely his career. That mind trick song
2: about the Vietnam War is that where I first found him? Mm-hmm. And like, well, the as songs as I first heard it kind of offended me. And then like, I was like. You know, this is like, point, uh, man. yeah, and, was, and then you like this, again. it's like, okay, he's wrapped right from two perspectives. There's one guy who loved it and felt like he's a self there, there's the good guy who hated it and died. The bad guy lived, but he's fucked up now. Like, oh, All his kids are fucking one fucked up. Like, it showed the reality of the whole Vietnam War,
3: yeah, yeah, transgenerational
0: curve, yeah, yeah. There's um, a song of his, uh, Peruvian cocaine, oh, yeah, where. Mm-hmm. It starts off with him, and he's talking about how he's working in the in the fields of Peru, in the coca fields, like, you know, yeah. harvesting cocaine. Then The next MC comes on, and it's the next person in the chain of okay. events, so it's like the boss of, of mm-hmm. the fields. And then the next MC, kind of like that Jedi mind trick song, yeah. the next MC comes in, and it goes through, like, the Fed agent's. The uh, Patsy, the uh, drug dealer from the hood that's working with the cops and is like uh portraying a gangster, and well, that, and yeah. then uh, it uh,
2: and that's something I think rap is really missing is like storytelling, like a lot of the big stuff now. You got people like Kendrick Market Dealer who will, like tell a story over a whole album. And mm-hmm. That's real good. But most of the stuff you get now is very like bass, surface it's level. drug user music. Yeah, it's got a good hook. It's all drug user music. It's got a good beat yeah. to it. So that's the thing. It's a whole different
3: era of drug user music.
0: Yeah. Well, it's. People are not listening to it for the lyricism at, at, at this trend. I think what happened with that, as far as like hip hop goes, is because. Whenever hip-hop became such a big staple of mainstream culture, and it wasn't alternative music anymore, it was all about the lyricism. Mm-hmm. And then you have people in that movement that are just like, well, this is kind of stale, everybody's doing the same thing. So kind of like how like grunge did with like something like punk and metal, yeah. where it, it was... Though the, the lyrics may be mumbled, it's still coming from this place of authenticity for, mm. like, the artists that are making it. So even though it is just party music, like, I mean, I've been, like, you know, fucked up before listening to, like, you know, shit like Future and Post Malone and yeah. been like, like, oh, my God, I'm having the best time of my life. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's,
2: it's good. Like, you know, you can go to like, Chili's and get a hamburger and it'd be good. It's not, like, a, the best hamburger in the world, but It's good. Mm. It's Edwin. I'm enjoying It's the same thing like post Malone like he's good production quality good hooks in it mm-hmm. good liberal content sometimes some sometimes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes
0: but there's um like inevitably like that's you' you'll see something else that'll pop up as well I imagine like the the next like 10 years kind of like how like trap music came up and like now and Soundcloud like,
3: yeah Soundcloud did a lot yeah, really really yeah. quickly, just being able to... Someone's going to listen to it. If you put something out there, someone's going to listen to it. Dude, years ago, I just put like acoustic demos of stuff I was working on
0: on SoundCloud. And I had
3: like 14
0: likes. I didn't do anything with it. All I did was <laughs> upload it. And SoundCloud was just like, sure, we'll put it somewhere.
3: Fling it out into the internet. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm. I'm always curious about like those people. They're just like, oh, check this out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not that adventurous <laughs> with my clicks. Maybe it's because I grew up in LimeWire exactly. and, and you know old internet browser porn,
3: where it's like,
2: how do we get all these viruses? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dad's email or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then you see an what article. <laughs> you see
3: an article or something in the news, or a lady gets arrested for 183 counts of piracy. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to prison. Right? <laughs> Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made.
0: She was downloading too many Pixar movies or something. <laughs> she went after like just like one company. they just like, Come on. who's this, You're Bertha? Fuck to... her! <laughs> Send
1: the
3: squad after her. You're really trying to get your mom off the phone so you can connect the dial up. And oh delete the history. No,
2: no kid today knows what it's like to like go to bed at like eleven <laughs> o'clock night after Raw went off. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, baby And then you have like Your 12 songs set to download You get up at like 7 in the morning Go to school They're almost all done And you come on that day And you make it Make your own little CD mm-hmm. If they're all good songs Some of them would be like Horseshit
0: I, I remember Whenever we got a, a CD burner My friends would like Give me lists but Hey, make you burn a CD for me you were the CD and you were the
3: plug. Mm-hmm. Like everyone loved you. Like I got you, I used to draw bro. a little cartoon face on the cover of mine, so that anytime that someone had oh, one, Cole had would like it.
2: make you like albums. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> would. get it out Hey, listen, yeah. this. Okay, thanks, man. If you wanted, I got you.
3: Baby. But <laughs> I remember this girl that I met like right after high school, and uh, she's like, yeah, "You check out the CD. It's awesome." And was playing my CD, and I started noticing like all this. It was like Mr. Biggs like <laughs> long hair. <laughs> it was like that era. So I was like, what the fuck? No one listens to this. And I thought that was one of my CDs with the face of and I was like, oh, I'm pretty much a celebrity. <laughs> a celebrity. <laughs>
0: and now we don't own any music. No. Well, that's... Uh, you ever watch um, uh, the YouTube channel uh, The
2: Punk Rock MBA? I love that guy. It's, I just watched this thing on how like, new metal came and fell off mm-hmm. the other day. Really he, interesting.
0: He, um, he's pretty good. He even does uh, comparisons like nowadays to be like uh, who's the guy, Main, mm-hmm. How he found a way to blend like m- a modern alternative hip hop with metal yeah. and like Linkin what? Park and Jay Z have an album together. Yeah, uh, Reanimation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was the name right. of it.
3: like experimental things were done <laughs> 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 to and, get to where we are. And I don't really care for Jay Z. No, um, not a huge fan. Uh, I like some of his older stuff, but I'm never going oh, to forget I'll, this Jay Z real quick.
0: All, all of his
1: songs, you know, sound, sound like he's, he's he's
0: he's rapping in this voice, you know, love it. just like this. <laughs> we're gonna go down to the the dog track and we're gonna bet on a couple of races.
3: <laughs> I'm a musician, don't you know?
0: <laughs> so I'm not a big fan.
3: Yeah, me either. Just
0: not 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 for me.
3: MF Doom did a very similar thing with the kind of heavier. It's not really metal, but it's a, still a very. Hard to describe area, you know. Mm-hmm. He just passed not long ago, yeah. too. RIP e. yeah.
2: like He died in August. His family was like, didn't say. Yeah, in just December kept a secret. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like he kind of went quiet for like a little while, and then like, which is what somebody was known for. Yeah, and then like, oh, he's dead. And I was like, well, shit.
0: I have it with uh, what's his name, Lane Staley from Allison Chains back in the day. Like they, like they were like one of the like first bands I got into, especially when I was like playing guitar and uh, I got into an album. There's uh, self title, had a picture of a three legged dog on the cover of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it wasn't grunge. Like they were doing like, like almost like kind of like nightmarish kind of drony, sludgy stuff. Like core core kind of, but like not the core. It still sounded like oh, okay. grunge, but it like, it, 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 well, was, it was something was... different. It was a step away from radio rock. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, less of the songs were written by Lane Staley, and most of them, like, were just even darker and darker mm-hmm. than before. And then they did an uh, unplugged show, and he was talking about, oh, he's clean, and then it turns out he wasn't clean, he was still shooting yeah. up. That's what I was about to
3: say. It's directly influenced by where they are in the country and the amount of substances that are in reach, you mm-hmm. know? depending on what album. It's crazy.
0: It's, it's also weird, like kind of like how uh, drugs and geography like yeah. have worked like that. Like, like heroin is not like a big thing in the South. Yeah, for like, sure. like yeah. I, it's, it's here. It's here, it's but gotten
2: it's, last, it's, it's, like the, it's gotten worse over the last since like the, everything you know, has. Yeah. Everything. Like the epidemic started? Because yeah. everything's connected but, now; yeah. it's easy to get. not yeah. yeah. nowhere near as bad. Like you know, I never even heard of people doing heroin here. Like my wife started working at a clinic, right? So
0: people do heroin, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a girl I was seeing a few years ago that. I, I, I could tell I thought she was on meth uh, and then it turns out that no it was uh, it was fucking heroin but she had uh, she had asked me to like take her to the clinic and I was like I was like we can do that I was like but understand that if you're asking me to do that and you are serious about it I'm gonna take it seriously yeah. and, we're and gonna you're gonna take it, take it seriously yeah, yeah. and she was like um okay well well let me think about it and I see her again <laughs> for like uh, a couple of months
3: I had a heroin addict Poop in my chair In Nashville, Tennessee After tattooing
2: Oh nice oh, man, That's real so sweet of it
3: Tattooed a married couple Tattooed the <laughs> lady She went and sat in the corner In a chair Tattooed the husband I could tell they were weird But they signed the paperwork So I was like alright Not my place to question Their sobriety Tattooed the husband Walked to the cash register To ring him out He paid me They got out super fast and I was like oh, they were in a hurry To go do more drugs Or whatever I went in my room Diarrhea all over this chair looking down my apprentice was so upset because I was going to be like hey <laughs> <laughs> I needed, my job I need you to come clean this up
0: bud Does anybody like that's not on heroin ever like shat or piss themselves
3: N- no not that I can recall I d- feel like I'd remember it doesn't then, seem like it would be a reaction from a tattoo like exactly I mean and I wasn't tattooed when it happened she was like nodding in the corner like barely conscious yeah, I guess just She's lost coming control. down. Just relaxed a little too much. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she hadn't been doing her kegels. But it's it, was a, up. it was a whole mess for sure.
2: I think, if I understand this correctly, when you take heroin or like in general, uh, opioids in general, like your the peristalsis of your intestines shuts down, so leads to constipation. So, if she was a heroin addict, probably what happened was she was backed up,
3: or colon rolling.
2: You know, or that, yeah.
3: I've always considered maybe she boofed. <clears throat> yeah,
2: yeah. Took some some old uh, old laxatives and just wait for them to work. And or she
3: was coming down
0: and thought she would have enough time to get home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or she had worms. Who
3: knows? I mean, it shot of for all I know. But either way, never saw her again, and I'm thankful. I don't think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> never come back.
3: I did have a lady just destroy the bathroom the other day. The shop it was in- incredible. Like, if I had Trophy, I'd have engraved it with a name and gave it to her. Women,
2: like, I used to work at Enmark and, like, at clean the bathrooms, right? Men's bathrooms, they'll piss on the floor. They get a little, little, little splatter on the back of the back of the lid. We've all been there. <laughs> Women will go in a bathroom and hover above the seat and chill over everything. Just just All of the fucking it. wall Like just like my like a, a shovel of shit and just slung it up the wall. It's <laughs> like a wild badger was living yeah. in there. It's yeah. a
3: badger it on Adderall.
2: It was fucking common. It wasn't like, oh, this poor sweetheart. She, you know, had fucking Taco Bell and it. Came out of this. She, it She whatever she ate last week came out. Yeah. All over the way back to the toilet.
3: This lady purged demons. <laughs> I'm about. I was tattooing her. She asked me to stop. I let her stop. The bathroom at the shop's connected to another artist's booth. The other artist had to stop tattooing the client. Both of them had to get up and go outside, and it lingered, leaked from all the way back there to the front of the shop. Whole shop smelled like just pure death. Oh, it was rough, dude. It was rough. I, I can
0: not attest to uh, what you're talking about with um, women's bathrooms. Well, I worked retail at the uh, end of uh, the shift every night, like after we closed, had to go and like clean the bathrooms and the changing rooms, and like in the women's changing rooms, like they. Were, like, people would like try on jeans and piss in them what? and then take them off and wait, just leave wait, them what? in the
3: they would they would
0: go to the changing room <laughs> why i don't know but like it, it was not an uncommon it wasn't <laughs> like hey somebody peed in the changing room it was like it was like it was like a bandit like the piss <laughs> bandit the piss yeah, pissy yeah, pants it. bandit <laughs> but But like yeah, like the women's bathroom was like like always a disaster.
3: This is is like news to me because once when I was like 11 years old, we got back from a church trip, the boys' bathroom was full of other boys, so they let me use the ladies' bathroom because no one else was there. mm -hmm. The whole church was empty, and that it had a couch. There were flowers. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, what is it going on in here? What sort of meetings am I missing? <laughs> Maybe it's something with the uh, the church
0: itself. Because whenever I was uh, in Catholic school, the boys' bathroom was just like it was. The walls were painted blue, yeah. and that was it. Like it was just like it was like a
3: bowl of cornflakes. Though curb masturbation. <laughs> like, it's like all, well, I mean, the, there
0: were toilets in there. Wasn't like, like like it was a bad bathroom. You go in there and you think about what it's you've the done. House.
2: <laughs> it's just, you go like you go to like go at like the stall and like a little, little thing opens up with a preacher watching. You make sure you masturbate
0: <laughs> <laughs> when the. Uh, the sunlight comes in and hits the room. You see that the walls, there's actually gloss paint and it has Bible verses <laughs> over it and, you know, all over it.
3: There's a out of a meme that says when you masturbate, God kills a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on the corner. The,
0: what is it? The, the image of Uncle Sam pointing the finger out. <laughs> He's there on the other wall.
3: What a strange thing to have such a cultural stigma behind it.
0: Yeah. But... Yeah, the, uh, the girls' bathroom, though, yeah, it was like, there were flowers inside. It was, it was well lit. There was there a couch. Was, there was a, couch.
3: It was a barista. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was insane, man. Like, I guess, if that's if that's what's, you know, uh, a, a pleasurable bathroom experience for, you know, for, for the women folk, I would guess that maybe in the men's bathroom, you would have, like, like a boxing ring in one corner and a mose in another one. Right. <laughs> like, so you can, like, go in there and take a shit. you so like, oh, like man. A bar let me get a and, burrito. A bar and a ball game, depending on the type of individual you <laughs> are, you know? There's, like, a, like, an airport bar where, like, like there's, like, no problem, apparently, of, like, getting shit faced drunk at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning if you're at an airport. Socially acceptable.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's totally fine. It also depends on the place, though, because, like,. A dude's bar bathroom at three in the morning is like a music festival porta potty. You know what I mean? It's just oh ridiculous. God. So our boys fear to tread. But I walk in Walmart and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> the height of luxury. This place is
2: insane. I remember I walked in a Charlie O's bathroom one night, like two in the morning. Of course I'm sober because I don't really drink. And like I'm like I'm walking. Oh, this water here I got to it like that and looking at it and it wafted up. It was all piss. Like people were just like I'm not gonna fucking. If I could tell, I'm just going to piss on the I'm gonna piss beside of it.
3: You just click something in my head. I don't know if this is podcast appropriate, but do y'all remember a kid in high school that was...
1: Huh? It's a
3: monster. There's a kid that would pour water in the floor of the boys' bathroom and then watch the reflections
1: I've, I've, to please himself. I've, I
3: think maybe you told me about that. I maybe up. I made it up. <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> maybe it was me the whole time. Maybe I enjoy it. But... <laughs> like he's half so, did you guys ever um
0: like <laughs> you, I, ever do, 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 did you ever do like weird stuff when you were younger, like, you know, you're in the bathroom taking a shit but you're not really taking a shit and you pour some water on the floor so you can see other people's like
3: junk and you can masturbate? You mean
0: <laughs> yeah but
1: did you guys ever do that? Uh, but
3: so y'all never saw me in the reflection. This this <laughs> guy I know, he it. did
1: it to me. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why
0: I was asking. Yeah.
3: He would go poop and then he'd put it back in. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know, really. <laughs> I don't know really what he was thinking. <laughs> he was into some weird shit. Man. I remember
2: the bathroom <coughs> that was on the science hall.
3: Dr. And- Woods? yeah that bathroom that, yeah. that, that mm-hmm. on that hallway yeah that's where Miss Reagan got cut up by that girl with that razor blade
2: some girl cut Miss Reagan yeah we was, we was long gone that, that happened but, I mean that I was 2007 was, oh, yeah it was the fucking worst it smelled the worst of there always always never I don't know why
3: it also looked the worst yeah. like, it felt like a prison when you walked in it was like oh god mm. Th- wasn't there one classroom between
0: the
2: two like I think it was like the bathroom, home ec, and then the other bathroom? You had Dr. Woods, which is on the left side to go in, and across and then, the hall you had the... Uh, Social studies, no, right? Hmm. Social studies was on the other wing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Across from that you had Miss Reagan's room. Yeah. And mm. then you had another... Had, uh, Miss Goulds, uh, Goulds was the Schools was the computer lab. Then there's another one and then the bathroom.
3: The other one's the storage for the chemistry lab. Okay, yeah. She and then there's the bathroom and
2: there was nothing something. on the rest outside the hallway. But mm-hmm. All the way Mr. down Ortiz, the end. Mr. Ortiz. Mr. our home ec- was on that side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then there was nothing and then there was Mr. Reagan's room. Mm-hmm.
3: And then Mr. I think it was Mr. Moore that had the room right there off of the cut. And then Mr. Abbott. Where Mr. Abbott had the read the chickens? Wasn't that the same hallway? No. is that connected to the breezeway?
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah! You're right, you're right. And they had those two you, little you should, rooms. If like you went it. down the the ramp or whatever, you went back to uh, Bill Darcy's office yep. slash bathroom where everybody took a shit at. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, air conditioned bathroom in the high best high place. Best Woo! place. In,
3: it was the throne, the royal. The
2: swampy,
3: uh, swampy ass, hot
2: uh, high school like. Uh, Lakeland.
3: I'm, I'm gonna do some research on because I specifically remember this kid getting beat up for dumping water on the floor just see reflections. you just of start copy it talking in like 10 years. Hey man, you
2: remember this you're guy, guys. he would pull on the floor. Remember we had a diddler. <laughs> <laughs> we <had> a diddler <laughs> way on, way on
0: counter. Right, speaking of the uh, the Charlieo's bathroom, I went there one night. This was years and years ago, but um they uh they had a, uh, you know, the the stall which was just one stall which that's, you know, people just went there to do cocaine do drugs, you and know. Things. Um and then they had a trough. Like, they didn't have urinals. They had, like, a two-person trough. Classy. Oh, mm-hmm. A third person could squeeze in there yeah. if need be. If, if, if you're comfortable be. With each other. Yeah. I wouldn't be the one that would squeeze in third. But if somebody third squeezes in, I mean, what am I going to do? Stop <laughs> peeing and be like, that, yeah. hey, man, stop. You guys what? play sword really easily. Well, yeah. i my pants around my ankles. <laughs> 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 Come on in there, boy. But it's this, good to know each other. I'm standing there at the trough, and this, this dude... Is there? And I'm like peeing, and like he starts like moaning. I'm like, fuck. He's like, oh man, oh man, this is probably the biggest dick in Lowndes County, man. Just, just look at this.
3: Was it? I didn't look, man. I was just. Come like, on, dude. Dude, I am saying like, what's your sense of adventure? Yeah, be comfortable. It was, with yourself. it was,
0: it was not my 23-year-old body. What if you missed
3: it? What if you missed the biggest dick in County?
0: The biggest dick I've ever seen was our friend Willis.
2: Rest in peace. Yeah, RIP to Willis. Willie the Hammer.
0: Dude, he had like probably a 13 or 14 inch cock. John Holmes.
2: Me and Cole were at practice one day. And uh, it was Thursday practice, so it was shorts and shoulder pads. And it was like fucking 1970 gym like... uh, like gym coach fucking shorts that came up like halfway up your leg like, like ranger panties yeah.
3: on like Umbros
2: or yeah. something yeah and so like and I mean he'd get arrested for this now but like a middle school team was hopping off a bus to play a game and he just like whips his dick and says like, hey you look at this shit right here and just, just starts waving it at him
0: dude you could see it go down into like, like into pale. the darkness of like, like his like his there. underwear <laughs> then you see it coming back up like a black and, anaconda. And then he's got it like gripped up as it's coming back up and he's still got like another
3: six inches. Just overhang. Yeah, and just helicoptering it. I'm just like, good God, dude. Well, that's cool for you guys. I've never seen any of my friends do extra Maybe <laughs> one this, day. These, to to make... I, this
1: was like, I asked <laughs> to see it. It wouldn't bother me. I'm not trying to
0: make you uncomfortable, Anthony. But. Bye. A, a fair amount of my friends saw my dick in
3: high school. Oh, I've sh- I can, I have shown. I've Colt. I've shown things to people. <laughs> You've never seen Colt <laughs> dancing in a
2: river naked, with spinning with a can of um, on fire gasoline, making a circle of fire, not know what the fuck to do with it.
3: I threw it. Yeah, I threw it. I th-
2: I did. The can caught on fire. I was like, This <laughs> It's just floating down the river on
1: fire.
0: <laughs> it went out. We got it back somehow. But um, no, yeah, this. This dude like, like, stand there and I'm like, dude, I, I, I don't, I don't care. He's just like, oh man, come on, just, just look at it. Just look at it. Fucking zip my shit up and like walked out of there I'm like, what the fuck,
3: man? He'd probably be like, oh, right when you looked. Well. That's the money. You should have done that for him, man. I can't believe. You be a good brother s- hanging like that. I know. I mean,
1: what a if coward. If it, what if it was me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if it was me, Colton? Would you have left me like that? Probably would have.
2: <laughs> you left Sam with a heartbeat <laughs> in a dirty ass bathroom in a bar. Just breathe on it. Just breathe two, on
0: two it. Two two possible scenarios I thought of would be one would be like what if this is a part of some like good old boy gay bait like beat up where they're like like, We got him, he tried to look and Three dudes bust out of the Did
1: cocaine stall. Kill a
3: couple rednecks, dude.
1: It's been fucking great.
3: I, I definitely would
1: not. I'd have had grabbed it. it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but dude,
3: you got high blood pressure. But that thing is nice.
2: You know really that situation let's said? It was a gay bait thing, and like he was doing that. You grabbed his dick, and you, it's in your hand. Like, you win. When you've got a man by the dick, you got him. Like he'll listen. He'll listen. <laughs> you, you gotta listen. I'm gonna get this motherfucker off your body. If you don't tell them to fucking leave. Yeah. And then just do it any damn way. I thought like people thought
3: like that though, the, the, the thrill of it is that you're not into it. So, like, you being resistant is the situation. Like, if you take control, it's like, oh, I'm putting it inside of you right now. Like, <laughs> this, I've been waiting all day. This, that's my code. As soon as I hear biggest dick in Lowndes County, I'm like, okay. Six to midnight.
0: The other, the other thing I thought about was it was just one of the, the games mm. like with the hand that would have been golden and I'm not oh, I'm not man. falling for that one oh, at the no, urinal man. you, you are I mean? gonna a whole
3: new tactic I gotta go to the movies now
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are
3: never more urinal opportunities than after a movie
2: <laughs> give me a strange how that's a white power symbol now but
1: is it the... it's not but I mean <laughs> that seems it? to just
2: be
0: aside from it like sort of like cheapening real racist assholes, it, it, it seems to be just uh, something that's applied to what they call critical theory, where it's just like, well, if you don't like something, you can just find a way to critique it to where you can say, well, it's actually racist. Yeah. And then if you find a way that's convincingly uh, accurate that it could be considered racist, no matter what it is, yeah. then Vaguely the, enough. yeah, then all of a sudden it has... Uh, the ideological uh, argument behind mm-hmm. it where it's just like, like exactly
3: we have to get rid of it then throw it out I thought of a strange thing of the day um, uh, you know the me too movement hashtag me too all that stuff what did you grow up with the hashtag being called
2: nothing the hashtag the, the pound it's it's the, the pound, pound sign, sign. Yeah. there are
3: things pound me too yeah that's literally what that is pound me too so every time I see it, I just laugh I'm like that's the most <laughs> ironic situation remember, i've remember, never seen you
0: remember those old uh late night ads where it'd be like call now to talk to sexy <laughs> singles just hit pound four four nine two. like so i can see that being like whether like oh I just hit pound
3: me, me too. too and you can talk to eight pound me too
1: I'm waiting for
0: a hot guy to come and find me.
3: And then you'd fall asleep watching that, and then wake up and it's like a starving kid. <laughs> Sarah McLachlan's just like, it's like some Enya playing or some
1: shit.
0: Did they try to make Enya our graduating song? I hope not. Like they, Which we, song? we,
2: no, it was, it was only time. I don't put
0: it to no no time. we we graduated to Green Day they used Time of Our Life What Time of Your was, Life
2: in the time I thought it was a, great, it, was a, it, was a song. it was a banger it was a banger, banger. banger. Yeah. the other one was like uh, it, was,
0: it was Enya like there was folks that didn't like Green Day because they're like oh that's too hard it's like Green Day? Right. Green
2: Day? Now, there, was, there was people that wanted uh, Time of Your Life and then there was like this R&B gospel song that literally had nothing to do with like at the moment of graduation, Like R. Kelly or something? Yeah, well, I think it
0: was R. Kelly. Uh, The World's Greatest? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I finally made it. Yeah. I'm the world's greatest. I pee on faces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all different races. In all different ages. <laughs>
3: that might be a parody that needs to be made, like, ASAP. Well, there's a
2: high chance that, uh, H. Bill's going to come back to do, do his show again, so that might come back up. Oh again. hell yeah, is he? I would you see be his ex- last uh, little stand-up thing he did.
0: The it was like uh, like twenty minutes or
2: something like that. Well, he's got all he had, he owns the show now. Like I, I saw I gave him gave him his show.
0: I saw that and good about man. time, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. How crazy is it? that that show was literally twenty years ago. Yes, yeah, and it's still like, ran two seasons, and is the most culturally relevant, relevant, dude. important. Like, sketch comedy show ever.
3: I'll say Key and Peel are getting like neck and neck with old Chappelle show just because there hasn't been any new episodes, so they can't make it as culturally relevant for the time. But, but it's essentially just follows his format. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's he, he invented it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, he even like
2: brought that up. Like,
0: well, he took the old, what was it, Lily Tomlin, like, sort of, like, she, she had, she was a comedian in the uh, 70s and 80s. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. uh, think it was her it may have been carol burnett as well but they had variety comedy shows where it's kind of like even like the muppet show it was like a variety comedy show or like you know? e-haw
3: yeah you know like that was the pioneers of the yeah game. but
0: dave dave chappelle turned it into this culture shock and uh, uh cultural uh, cultural
3: commentary like which like, is strange to experience growing up and to wind up where we are yeah, like we had Jackass and the Marshall Mathers LP and the Chappelle Show, and uh-huh. then we slide in this cancel culture, and we're supposed to be cool with it. How's that make sense? It's it's, mm-hmm. re-
2: it's you gotta read. It's really weird because like you have some. It's like I, how old are you? I'm thirty. Thirty. Been, Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay, so there's seven years difference. You so, fuckers are old. <laughs> Y'all yeah. about to die. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so you're born in '92.
3: Ninety. 90. 90.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so like apparently, like they're, you know, they always brought the, like the millennial. Mm-hmm. But like when you look at what a millennial, millennial is, it's like it's born us. in it was us, but you're born from 1978 to like 95. Mm-hmm. But what, they, what, what happens is, is like between that, that era and this era, so much changes technology-wise that you have these little mini generations.
3: Well, millennial means that you experience the millennial. At a mature enough age to be affected by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, like anyone post Y2K. You know what I would I mean? say probably
2: you probably include this too, but like our generation had an analog childhood with a, uh, oh, with sure. a digital. Well, that's like also teenage years of adulthood. That's, that's like, also
3: based off the prosperity level of your family too. You exactly. Because yeah. like where we live, there's, there's still people who are completely unexposed to most of the modern luxuries of technology. Oh yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <And, laughs> <a> <laughs> yeah. I was. But like, most parts was like you have like, there's not that much difference between the three of us or I anybody mean, that is like 25 because they grew up watching South Park and all that type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But like, have such a, a different, like a divergent like attitude towards culture of what is acceptable and what is, what isn't. Like, you know, you have people like you can say what the fuck you want to do satire it's all game, and then you got people like you can't say any of these things because of this protected class or whatever. It's it's either you can do, yeah. One part is like you, you can you can't do it, or you can do all of it. There's not they don't they don't leave in your. It's room like it's around. inclusive. It's all inclusive. Yeah. it's yeah. either like
3: Southern Baptist or Satan. This is yeah. how they look at it, which is insane. <coughs> Instead of it being a spectrum.
0: Well, like you know, back in the day, like if you, the most uh, folks getting their feathers ruffled were like the religious right, and like nobody has a problem if you shit on Christians, yeah. like in, in like comedy or anything like that. You know, like it's it's safe. Well, it, it's you. It, it's culturally acceptable now. If you were to do that with Islam or Judaism or secularism, like atheism, they come after you. Mm-hmm. But it's it's certain groups that they're they're just. I don't want to use the phrase moving the goalposts because that's not it. They're just changing the target. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look back a hundred years ago, the focal point. Well, the thing about, yeah, you know, the
2: Judaism. You can make fun of Judaism all you want to. It just depends on how you're doing it. Like if you're doing it and they don't people and if you're making the joke if this subgroup doesn't like you they're going to come at you for are anti-Semitic. I think it's about how accurate it is. No, they say If, if like,
3: you're if you're slandering then it's like okay, but if you're being accurate, well, yeah, it makes sense, you know.
2: But yeah, like a, like some people like they're one of those ones like it's kind of like they're either going to leave you alone about it or they're going to come after you about it because it's like the only that, that's the only way they can get to you for being anti-Semitic or whatever. Even if it's like innocuous stuff like you know making a joke about you know. Jewish people like running Hollywood is like that, like, and it's not. It's a factual statement. There's a lot of, I and mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong being a Jew or, or practicing Judaism. That's just is what it is. Like you make that factual statement in a joking form, some people leave you alone. Some people try to cancel you. It's one of those ones that it is. It, it sits in the middle that you can go either way. That's right? because they own everything.
3: Like if you're in Hollywood and you say something anti-Semitic, of course it's going to mm-hmm. affect you the Jews on everything. Like, <laughs> they literally run Hollywood, which
0: is they they in
3: China. Yeah. Well, even China, if you think about it, think about all the actors that blew up that are Asian. Name one. You know what I mean? You got Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, Jet Li, like you don't there's not I what, mean, even I, by, I don't even
2: know, even know if they're Chinese. That's though. what I'm saying. Well, I mean like, any Asian at all. That's how yeah. like like, of like, them. My uh, Asians in like Hollywood. You remember uh Stephen Yeun Yin, I think it was the guy who played in uh Walking Dead Yeah yeah you remember him mm-hmm. you ever watch Walking Dead
0: as you talk about
3: the guy who got beat with
0: yeah. the
2: when they get, when they beat him the back Yeah man, yeah He was like one of the most prominent like Asian actors mm-hmm. that like was like doing it like, And was, even
3: like, even after the Walking Dead Bobby Lee has a skit that he does where he had to sit down with uh Stephen Yeun
2: you said I think it's you know Yeun he had
3: to sit sit down with him and tell him like hey the part you're auditioning for isn't good enough for you like you represent all of us as a culture, and being able to succeed in Hollywood, and you're settling for some shitty fucking. But he's hard on like he's got his career's like
2: taking the exactly. fuck off.
3: and uh, he credits mm-hmm. part of that success to Bobby Lee sitting down with him that day and having like a listen. I'm, I've already blew it. I did SNL. I'm a stand-up comedian. You know, like you have the chance to take over mainstream Hollywood and actually be like an icon for Asian people and being successful when, in this industry. About,
2: like, they're like white adjacent in mm-hmm. the culture war. Yeah. Well, so, I mean. And they haven't really represented in, in, in media. And that's
0: well, what I mean. Like,
2: well, That's
3: what's interesting <clears throat> about it is that you, you have this kind of, like, even even Indian. Like, they have a successful television uh, broadcast over in India, that, but it's all Indians. Like, the entire cast of the TV shows, everything else, will be all people from India. I don't India. know
2: what Bollywood movies are doing. Those motherfuckers are incredible. They are Good. awesome. The action the movies Man are like, insane. They're, they're like surfing a jeep flying through the yeah. air. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's
3: just like, uh, what's Homeboy's name from Baywatch? David Hasselhoff. David, it's just like Hasselhoff directed everyone. It's just <laughs> every, everything so exaggerated and intense. It's,
1: and then, awesome. it's awesome. And then he'll
2: like crash that Jeep or whatever fuck like it is into the army and then they'll all start dancing and singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they will end the, a lot of movies
0: with like a song and yeah. everybody dances and sings like the whole castle. Right. It's, it's cool.
3: It's super yeah. exaggerated. It's yeah. almost like spaghetti westerns to me. It's yeah, like yeah. The, I can the, see that. The, the sauce that they put on. I love it. I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. But you don't see that type of prevalence of that their entire culture. In American movies, yeah, I like guess well. <laughs> it's um
0: even a, a comparable to kind of what's going on with like a, a China, like um like with Disney, and one of the Star Wars. I don't know if it's the most recent one they did, but uh, one of the main cast members is black, and they took him off the promotional poster in China.
2: Uh, in one of the Star Wars movies, there's one of the women is a lesbian, there's a lesbian kiss. The Star Wars movie a big like like watershed moment for the LGBT community. And whenever it got sent over to China, Disney took it out. <coughs> and that's, and we were talking about earlier about, like, corporate activism, that's why I get so fucking annoyed by, like, corporate, like, it's all horseshit. Like, as soon as, like, there's money involved, or you've got to take a gay person out of a movie, or a black person off a fan off in China, like, nothing you say and do here matters.
3: Well, I, was, I was reading you about some other day where they hired Ben Affleck to pay, play an Asian in a movie like the parts Asian written as an Asian the story all been Asian but as soon as Ben Affleck said he'd do it they're like oh yeah right away but you gotta think that's corporations investing millions mm-hmm. into a potential return who are you gonna pick you gonna pick the successful Ben Affleck who's gonna guarantee a, a profit margin or you gonna pick this no name guy that you're trying to get to come up with I wonder how they're
2: wait. gonna pull that off because you can't like you know oh they're not
3: he's just a white guy now they made him white well, they completely <laughs> eliminated the entire Asian connection of the character. That's so annoying. Yeah, but at the same time, it's, it's not my fucking money. Yeah. I'm not funding the movie. If I was funding the movie, I'd do whatever the fuck I want to do. Well, but yeah,
2: if you it, don't... Whoever
3: owns the money can hire who they want to hire.
2: Yeah,
0: if you don't like or you find something uh, displeasurable about the product, don't buy it.
3: Yeah, well, see, I agree I to an extent, too. Like, with uh, they were trying to make Donald Glover Spider-Man. Everyone was mad. Well, Spider-Man's not black. Spider-Man's not black. Well, Ben Affleck's not Asian. Yeah, you know what I mean. I understand that I think, the changing I don't know. the story is gonna just changing the race isn't changing the story. Well, right?
0: I, I, I think it's it's all about if the actor can convincingly play the exactly. character. Exactly, or not. if
3: they can you, pull it off.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I think Donald Glover uh, would be a great Spider-Man.
3: He would. I've never met a black Peter Parker. That'd be the only. Well, I mean, well, I
2: mean, if you seen in Spider-Verse, yeah, the cartoon, mm-hmm. like the way that the way that whole universe is set up, like it's there's a multiverse of different exactly. Spider-Men. You can write and then like there's you been can three, make three different white Spider-Men. Why can't there be a black one?
1: Yeah, You
3: make can make it. Danny DeVito Spider-Man. There's a universe where Danny DeVito
1: <laughs> 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 you know I
3: am mean? like, gonna shoot my web and fly and catch the bad guys! <laughs> he would be an awesome Wolverine, though. Oh, man, that, uh, that would be a As far as the comic book goes, he's more accurate to the actual yeah, He's Wolverine's even the stature at the But just an aggressive force, you know? That'd be fantastic. I, I got claws, Charlie!
0: <laughs> <laughs> claws!
3: <laughs> you wanna play Nightcrawlers? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> Charlie's Nightcrawler like the, the x Men. Ponzi's
3: the coolest
0: who's <laughs> the X-Men that uh, was a rogue everyone she touched would like oh, yeah. die mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd yeah, yeah. be like Sweet D
1: yeah. oh that would be
3: great ooh Always Sunny X-Men yeah that would be fantastic I feel yeah. like a, man, man, I've, I've never Superman. watched It's Always Sunny you haven't? no I haven't dude you're missing out know, Always,
0: Always Sunny is really it's good it's fantastic So some of the some of the newer seasons are, eh, they're they hit or miss with the episodes. But dude, they've, they've been on the they been air for like, like they, almost twenty years. They now. took
3: some episodes off. Did they really? They took the blackface episode off. Yeah, uh, yeah. quite a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't access those anymore unless you have the original. DVDs. Lethal Lethal Weapon Five. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good though. You know when when in history? It's kind of a rhetorical question, but when in history ever? Has, have the people that have been censoring information, burning books, telling heretics to be quiet, when have they ever been the good guys? Exactly.
3: There's books about it. Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. That's one. I think that's the name of it.
0: The thing that's <laughs> going on with Dr. Seuss, right?
2: I <laughs> haven't read it in a while. You know the other thing that's going on with Dr. Dr. Seuss, right? You yeah, it wasn't like six books. It yeah, the was wrote... six books that his estate decided they would just... It wasn't like there was like this media campaign to get those books taken down. This is like the other side of the cultural war, war getting annoyed with. It's like, uh, you get. They're yeah, proactive about it. Yeah, they're they just says like, hey, these don't really portray Asians in a popular light. You know, you know, culture's changing. You got to change with it. And like, they, we're just going to take these out out of circulation. And it's not even like six of his most famous books. It's mm, like yeah, some of his obscure. earlier ones. Yeah, yeah. I, oh,
0: I saw them and like that's kind of what, like. Puzzled me is like I don't think they're canceling Dr. Seuss. No, they're
3: they're, a li- they're, they're they're adjusting got, the library. Yeah, yeah,
2: you've got the right leaning like uh, like Grift Machine that's like churning out all these like, articles and tweets about how like you know they're burning books and all that type of shit. It's right. like you know if if a Twitter mom came after and they and they, they did it, you got a little bit of ground to stand on. But like this is the people who actually own the rights exactly. to the fucking books. They they're, do they're they're, they're they being proactive like saying hey we don't want like an Asian kid to get this and see. There'd be a line of Asian men with wooden shoes walking across, carrying somebody. Like, yeah. you It'd know, be like if Eminem
3: was like, "I'm going to adjust my albums, yeah, to yeah, to make them more culturally appropriate yeah. for now." Well, he, you know? he even we're not did, even him; his estate no. after he died. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, even with um, some stuff like Eminem, like on a, a couple of the tracks on uh, Marshall Mathers LP, like even the unedited ones were censored, like. Yeah. Even in
3: Kim itself. Oh, he was blocked from all radio stations, any outlet mm-hmm. for music videos, everything. Mm-hmm. They blocked him for a long time. It was because of the line that he said on I'm Back. When he said that, uh talking about Columbine, he said take a revolver, an AK, or an AK revolver, a 9, a MAC-10, put them all in a line, and uh, it'll fix this problem of mine or something like that. A whole school full of bullies getting shot up at one time. But it was like in the direct aftermath of Columbine. Yeah. So a lot of families were upset, a lot of people didn't like it or whatever. He went to court multiple times for shit like that, like, and wound up winning. So it helped uh, boost like the free speech application of music.
0: That's that's the most disturbing thing about all the cancel culture thing to me is that like it's like um, I, know, I, I hate to use this term, but it's okay. like it's like liberal fundamentalism. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's these folks that used to champion like free speech and free mm-hmm. thought and then when something comes along that upsets them or challenges them then they revert right back to how like the church would do during the inquisition
3: oh, yeah, days sure. was
0: well, a threat and they would, do a threats and they would
3: definitely yeah. they're, they're embarrassing worry. their hippie culture grandparents without a doubt <laughs> yeah the well, ones get, who actually had something to well you still have people like,
2: like that classical like 2000s 2005 liberals like you know i, I want people to be be free mm-hmm. but gay people can adopt kids i think that's us we all find ourselves here at this table at uh, you can say and do what you want. Like, as long as you're not hurting anybody, does Whatever matter. you want. That, that's, like, that's what the liberal was in 05. And the right was like the, the a, evangelical Christian, mm. like traditional Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, that's said. what that was, you know, well now it'd be, what, 15, 16 years ago. Which is crazy. I think. It's, which is crazy. And now, like, it's like the people who were really left then are now like, just, they just they keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. And, like, there's people who just are out of a, out of a, they're politically homeless because... They believe all the things that the people that are left believe, like, you know, gay marriage and all those other left thing, like, you know, fifteen dollar minimum wage, mm-hmm. you know, uh, free health care, they believe all that type of stuff, but they can't uh, prescribe ascribe to the the culture war stuff, like, you know, you know, hate hate speech laws and all that type of shit. So like you have people who are like, what do you do with them? And you, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, what are you supposed to do whenever like you, you share a lot of the same values of these people that are trying to cancel people but at the same time? You don't really politically align with their their methodology of doing it, so that that. What's the tactic? Yeah, like you can
3: agree with the the political notion of something to move in a certain direction, but the tactic that you take to achieve that goal is only mm-hmm. for a whole different story. Oh yeah, like I
0: I agree on the problem with like a lot of like like communists, exactly. You
3: know. <laughs> I don't subscribe oh. to that ideology. Like Vietnam, I understand us being involved. Agent Orange, a little too
1: far. <laughs> <laughs>
3: napalm. Like I, I get, the, uh, I understand the implications of of what you're trying to do, but the tactic should be a lot different.
2: Uh, fun farm fact: One of the uh, large uh, herbicides who uses a burn down is a uh, paraquat, which is napalm. Like a, no, which is actually a cousin of uh, Agent Orange. Oh, okay.
3: Masana. What, it? well, it's
2: yeah, it's a generic. Name, Cause, so cause they they
3: it. made Agent Orange. If you look that up, the, <laughs> the patent was tied in with a Masano company. Hmm.
2: It's
3: pretty insane. Hmm. <laughs>
0: there is something. I think it was the same week that they legalized gay marriage. It was something that got while the press was talking about that. Mm-hmm. There was something that like Masanto was given a. Uh, like a free pass against a certain uh, like FDA regulations or something like that. Oh, with that their she all the time. War crime, you know? Like, you mean? In any like
2: giant cultural happening, like a yeah, fucking Royals getting married. There's always people trying to shove shit on the road. Oh, yeah. We don't know what's
0: in. Yeah, like um, what was it? The, like a week ago, maybe? Like the Federal Reserve went down for like two hours or something like that. Like the whole thing was just like like Session's just like, oh we don't have an economy right now. What should we do? Fake <laughs> Shut it. Shut up. Fake <laughs> it for a little Shut while. We'll figure up, it, it out. <laughs> but like there was um
2: Well the economy was not fucking real in damn way. No. I and mean, let's just be honest. Like we no, the I was fucking saying. economy shut down. Like you got Trump and his orange fucking clown makeup on, talking about how great the fucking economy's doing. Like, oh, we're back to up up thirty nice thousand. Well, a hundred thousand people are dead. A hundred thousand are dead, dude. What are you going to do about it? and People can't fucking work. Yeah,
0: you've got governors in certain states ushering in fascistic uh, executive orders, not allowing you to run your business. But hey, you can you can go to Target. Yeah. you can go to Walgreens. Hey, that exactly. donut
2: shop you've dreamed of opening your whole entire life—you finally done it in two thousand nineteen. You're doing real good. And this thing has come through that was completely random, maybe, um,
3: cost you your life,
2: savings. cost you cost of your your life, your life savings and your passion, your work. You can't go to work, but uh, you can go buy donuts at Walmart if you want to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you, you don't need to start a donut business. We yeah, have donuts we had don- already. Why you want
2: to do your own artisanal donuts? That's
0: not
3: essential. Well, a strange thing to look at in California is everything that's shutting down and everything that's booming. All the people, all the Uber Eats, the delivery drivers, all that stuff, bank. Is making a. There's another one. What's it called? Uh, Postmates. Postmates. We so get you anything you want. Yeah, get you all these yeah. Of stuff, yeah. yeah, making bank. But then all the little independent things them down. You just can't you can't survive.
2: Yeah. The Georgia, like it's really the southern states probably will not have that problem, but like the really coastal regions of America, mm-hmm. like their restaurant industry is done. Like, oh yeah, done. definitely. Yeah, it's, it's and if the economy crashes after all this, after all this is over with, like it won't come back.
0: The mm-hmm. The restaurant industry—it's so fucked up. What happened to it, man? Because like, they—they—they they, they give them all these things where it's like, okay, you can't have people in, indoors, mm-hmm. right? Okay, you have to get these... You wear the ma- mask unless they're taking a bite. Yeah, you—you yeah. you have to—you have to have all these ventilation systems installed. You have to uh, uh, reduce your staff. You have a you
3: secondary know. company come in and sterilize every so often. Yeah, all know. the
0: food that you that you had, your—it's if it goes to waste, it goes to waste. You mm-hmm. can't do anything with it. Sorry. You have to have outdoor dining, so you have to now build all this stuff to pay for it to build outdoor dining. Well, sorry, you actually can't have outdoor dining yet. It's good that you're prepared for it, but we can't allow you to open up. Like the, these, are fascistic things mm-hmm. that were, were going on and still are in some states. Mm-hmm. But through like most of 2020,
2: they are pissed that Texas opened up, up. People are pissed off that Texas and Mississippi's like, hey, no masks. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. It,
1: which, really honestly, behind.
0: honestly, dude, I'm all about it. I, I am I all about giving people back their, uh, uh, what do you call it, agency? Like their autonomy.
3: You Who know? took from you? Say what? Who took from you, bud? Who heard you? Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I <ain't> done shit. <laughs> I've been the same <laughs> since the
3: day before this pop off I am right now.
2: I'm sorry. I go back and forth over mask's like... I understand the logic behind them, but then when you really look like look at what you're doing with them, you're just pretending. It's it's more of a placebo than anything else. You can smell the fart
0: though. I mean, like seriously, like <laughs> if it's, it's, especially it's, if you're wearing it. If you're if we're, we'll just say that I, I'm no scientician. I'm not giving medical fucking advice here, but. If you're wearing a mask and then covering it with a cloth mask, you're actually producing more condensation trapped inside mm-hmm. your face right here, which is allowing bacteria to, to breed just- and grow. Yeah. Petri which Plus will cause you beads. to get sick. Plus the idea beads. of the mask was, yeah, you if you wear this, like, we can't wear a
2: fucking yeah, mask. You have to effective. shave your
3: face for the seal it. Like, Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. with like, a gas mask. And
0: I, I saw a lot of dudes they just like, I'm doing my part. You mm-hmm. should too. I'm like, you should kiss my ass. It's a,
2: The whole logic around is like, it's for droplet protection? Like, if I cough in your face it's different but like if somebody has coughed and it's aerosol and I walk through it a little paper mind. mask is like I probably have like a 10% chance of not getting it at that point Yeah that
3: so even my thing if you're gonna get it you're gonna get it and what always got me is I like understand being prepared and being precautious yeah. or whatever but you can't stop it if it's, you're meant to have it you're gonna have it
2: and like Sam's brought a while ago like you go to a restaurant you wear your fucking mask in cause you have to and you, you, you to at sit at that fucking young. table and everybody's got their mask off shoving steak and, and cheese fries in their mouth yeah mm-hmm. And talking and laughing and whatever. And if you look at, like I said earlier, like you look at states that had mask mandates, you look at states that really didn't enforce them, numbers are about the same. That's like, so, because
3: nothing's drastic enough to make a change. Like, well, look at New Zealand. New Zealand had one of the, the most intense programs to restrict the virus, and they're down to like virtually zero. Yeah. But uh, there's a UFC fighter who just had to fight... And he had to spend two weeks quarantined, he Could only see his family through a fence, like twelve was foot, it, whatever. Is your Alexander when, when where it got, was? I can't remember.
2: I think he's one of these. Maybe he, he lost. A, that's a bad motherfucker. He
3: lost the fight. The got no, lost. No, Izzy's
2: undefeated.
3: So this guy flew. Had to spend two weeks. Flew to the place. Had to spend two weeks quarantining, training for the fight. Took the fight, lost the fight. Got paid half of what he would have paid, been paid if he won. Flew back home, had to wait two weeks before he could even see his family. Could only see him through a fence. Couldn't touch him or anything. else. So to on.
2: live, getting brain damage to get like fifty thousand dollars. Exactly,
3: <laughs> exactly. But, but all that time away from him, so they don't. No one talks about it. There's no exposure to that. You know. Yeah. Well, but,
0: like the the data is not so simple to read either. So like yeah. like the Chinese government, like they they. All these things, like, 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 like the like, the we, we're open up, the virus mm-hmm. is practically no problem here. They're also welding people in their fucking apartments, yeah, exactly.
3: which is like that's the movie I was saying about. You can't believe
0: anything they say any fucking way. No, it's a totalitarian <laughs> regime, you know what I mean? Like,
3: you gotta sift through the bullshit to find anything. Well, and think-
0: even like here in the states, like, some of the data, like, they they're they're. The cause of death is being listed as COVID as a means to. I understand that the argument that like the comorbidities are only exacerbated because of COVID. Uh, COVID, but well, that's like, not a direct if I, cause. If I
2: shot no. you in the balls of the gun and you got your balls exploded, but then please don't. I'm so not going to do it. But then you died of a heart attack. Well, this you is got a heart attack. the, the causation of the heart attack was the pain from your scrotum being exploded. Yeah, that's that's the whole logic behind that. Like a lot of COVID deaths are reported is like this person, the catalyst for their death was COVID, but this person also had type two diabetes, they had hypertension, I heard the same thing. They They, they they had had influenza.
3: They use meth as a metaphor. It's like if you had an underlying condition and you smoke meth, and then you had a heart attack, did you OD or did you have a heart attack? Because cause of death could be considered an overdose because you had meth in your system, it could also be considered cardiac arrest because your heart stopped. Yeah, that's how they're doing it with COVID. It's like, well, it could be either one. It's like, you yeah. oh, understand one contributed to the other, but the weak heart is what caused this. I, I, I think
0: certain people are susceptible to this disease. And very vulnerable
3: to yeah. it. Like it's, it's very real. Look
2: at how the, the severity rates, like my parents got it. My mom had a fucking flu for seven days, sick as a fucking dog. My dad, he thought thought would wipe, it, wipe him the fuck out. I got a little head cold. Mm-hmm. And he, got, he got pneumonia. And that was it. Mm. And he's fine. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's no...
3: There's no concrete evaluation either way. Like, just look at our local community how it's been affected by it. Like it's, it's a few people here and there, but all of, most of the people that have it recovered pretty quickly. Got well, over I mean, well. we know
2: two people. who we know one person has died, and mm-hmm. we know another lady that exactly. almost died. Mm-hmm. And they're young people, and you have elderly and infirm that get it. I mean, my dad's a good example. Mm-hmm. He's fine. It barely affects them. Barely yeah. affects them. Or so many people get it. Like we had a friend of ours recently get it. I don't know if you knew that. Smiles a lot. Oh no no yeah. didn't. Um, headache. took Tylenol, it was fine in
3: five days. See, I had when I, I have no documented evidence that I had it, but right before everything popped off, uh, it's been a little over a year ago, I was tattooing a paramedic and I started not feeling good. I felt like I got real weak, <clears throat> so I let her know, hey, I might not be able to finish your tattoo. I'm gonna do as much as I can, I just don't feel real well. She's like, That's fine, babe. So I started tattooing her. She looked over at me and was like, You need to stop and take a break. I was like, What's up? She's like, Well, your lips are turning blue, and I was like, yeah, I really don't feel good, I feel like shit, you know. And she said, Yeah, but that's, that's poor circulation, poor oxygen, or something. So, you need to take a break for a second. I took my gloves off, and she grabbed my hands, and tested my fingers were blue. And I was like, Okay, maybe I should get this checked out. Uh, the doctor said, No flu, some sort of respiratory something. Because yeah. before, before you wouldn't really know yeah. what it was. That is one of the symptoms of <clears> it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, sick,
2: What? January, December, something. that? This right? was December, late, okay. late December
3: last year. I know, I've told Colt this for year before.
2: before. My wife, first sick week in January. This, for, this is like when you started kind of hearing about like mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah, it China. just started popping off. You're man. like, oh, there's a case, little case here. Oh, there's one case in Seattle, but we got it contained. She had a guy come in, and he was, you know, he was mid 50s. And she says, the sickest man she'd ever seen in his life. He's running 103 fever and like cough, all this shit. Like just classic flu symptoms. They mm-hmm. popped him two, two flu tests, came back negative. There's a third one, came back negative. And she's like, in her opinion is those flu tests never fucking work any damn way. Exactly. It's, it's a crapshoot shoot. because you, you have to literally dig their fucking brain tissue out to get a good temp. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you should, I mean if you, you had a, you've had a test out, it's mm-hmm. a fucking like it's, nine it, of them. it's awful. You feel like you got like a cockroach crawling on your fucking eyeball, and like you have to say and twist that so that you get enough mucus to be able to pull mm-hmm. a, pull a sample. Mm-hmm. We get somebody that's sick, and they're trying to fight you. You can't get a good sample, so they just thought well, it was three bad tests. They no no, fuck, no big no big deal. Lo and behold, five days later, she comes home. Extreme cough, extreme fatigue, 103 fever, laid in bed four days, got up, coughed for two or three weeks, and then she was fine. Mm-hmm. A month later, oh, hey, this is COVID-19, these are the symptoms.
3: I was sick for three days, bad enough to miss work for three days. You know how I got to be bad off, not to go to work. Right. So for three days, uh, I quit touching one that day, canceled my next two appointments, my Next two days of appointments. Felt like absolute shit, uh, none of the mess, and they gave me work, so I just quit taking it like three or four days after everything. And I was back at work, fine. A bunch of the people in Varazza started getting sick. Like I said, this was before anyone knew, yeah. hey, I got COVID, you know. And a bunch of people were sick for like two weeks, and it hit them, hit them way harder. I barely got affected. And I was
2: like, shit, I don't know what it is. What?
3: And then everything started popping off. And uh, the paramedic lady that I was at, to was like, I think you had COVID.
2: I was like, oh, awesome. Well, they pulled, know, uh, no way to know now. The Blue Cross Blue Shield. Not Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, Red Cross pulled some old blood samples in like California from like October. Positive it's COVID-19. Well, did,
0: I know, like, I think we we're talking about this before we got started, but like the, you know, the PCR tests, whatever it is, they're they're not really a. They have like a
2: thirty, forty percent
0: rate. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not too reliable. Um, like there was something I saw where like they like it may not have been the PCR test, maybe it was something else, but they like tested like a can of Coca Cola. And it po- tested positive mm-hmm.
2: for COVID nineteen. There's that, that thing that like the some like African like uh, governor or whatever like they swatted a melon that was positive COVID nineteen mm-hmm. or some crap like that. You can't means only fucking what you don't know if that's real or not. Right, right.
3: Yeah. There's also been all sorts of scandal about people swapping COVID tests out with other shit and selling them all yeah. off to the side, all kind of stuff. Yeah, there was uh, doctoring doctor, doctor, <laughs> doctor records exactly.
0: There was some uh, a couple where they were at, maybe it was Ohio. But they uh they were supposed to do uh, jail time for something and you know like COVID happened so they're given house arrest hmm. instead. And then the jail's like, alright well you gotta you gotta come you gotta back. So they forged documents over and over again showing that they were continually testing positive for COVID nineteen. <laughs> it was I think they it got a little uh, uh, greedy with it though because I think after like the third time, they're like, oh, Yeah, okay, probably not still testing positive for this. this, and uh, <laughs> that's how. The- oh, yes, I, I drink, yeah, I would, I would love a can of soda.
2: I will also take one, thank you, sir. I have that, but also have uh, American Clear, which is I would love uh,
3: an American Clear.
2: I got tangerine mango, and I got a blackberry lemonade. Which one do you have? It want? doesn't matter, either one. Is that one what
3: is this? It's fantastic. Delicious. I what it that
2: tastes like spring off ice. Thank you, sir.
3: No problem. Is Man, it? I'll call you on some ice and... Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm
2: good with that. Be... Oh, God. Y'all get boozy with I got some Mio for it. Oh, shit. Five-star sandwich right
0: here, boy. It's one of those drink enhancers, is it not? Yes.
2: Would you like it to be on ice, sir?
0: Oh, no, no.
3: this is This is perfect. I got a fridge full
2: of these, man.
3: Those things are the shit, man. They're so good. Now, I had a, a close friend of mine. Uh, she's a client as well, but also a close friend. Her daughter's 17 now, but she's been in renal failure for quite quite a few years. Like, doing dialysis, everything else.
2: That sucks to be that young. And
3: terrible. And she's been trying to get on the transplant, transplant list forever. Finally got on the transplant list. Everything's going through. They have her in the room prepping her for surgery. Like, in her mind, she's getting a new kidney, two nights positive test for COVID. They bumped her, gave the kidney to somebody else and put her back on the waiting list. Off one test and the mom, no symptoms, no nothing. Mom flipped out saying that it was a false negative, that she should be retested and everything else. Trying to get her daughter a kidney, you know, wouldn't retest, wouldn't do anything. Just one test, negative, positive, threw her in a room, uh, put her actually in the COVID floor with all the people who are already positive even though she's immunocompromised, renal, renal failure, everything else, put her in the floor with all the COVID patients. And she had to stay there for her quarantine period since she got a positive test to be released back out, to even be back on the list to receive a kidney. So now she's going through that entire waiting process all over again. Now what and sense does that there. even make? That's what I'm screaming. That's what I'm screaming. Already prepped her for surgery and everything.
2: I'm like really ready for like there to be the post-COVID world, whatever the fuck it is. I'm ready to get there. I'm just mm-hmm. ready for it to be over with. Oh, I Maybe imagine R-O-L, these man. next
0: uh, next nine, ten years or so, that'll... I don't
3: think it's going to take that long, bud. I, 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 th-
0: I think we're gonna see a completely different world in the next decade. Well, I think That's what I'm getting at. Oh, right. of Part right. of the right.
3: problem is that we, we look at collapse as being a single like instant history. Oh no, right. I, I think the collapse
2: yeah, happened. Like two, look, t- it take Rome, what, two years exactly. to Exactly. It was
3: just a, a long process mm-hmm. and we're stuck in the middle of it. So yeah, it yeah. could be ten years, could be a hundred, it could be next month. You know? I, I don't I don't
0: think well the corporate world's not going fucking anywhere. Like, it's not going anywhere. Is so that, that these notions that we were talking about before about, like, like the economy crashing, well, it may crash, but when it does that, all these big interests are going to be like, okay, let's buy all this stuff mm-hmm. now. That's so they can happen. shoot it right back up, you know? Um,
3: well, the, I mean, the same thing happened in the early 1900s, but you only had a few com- companies that survived, like a select few companies survive the Great Depression. I mean, it big enough to be able to Exactly. The stock market crashed and they rebuilt. Yeah, it was like
0: a, a I think one quarter of all
3: businesses went under mm-hmm. for the Great Depression. And we could see something similar now where Bezos will never be broke. Those guys you know, we have like to be that, heading but,
2: towards like a, probably a worse than 2008 stock crash. It's, it's got it to be a reset soon. Mm-hmm. I,
3: I think it's not going to be Toys R Us we lose this time. No, it's going to be, be. like you know. Harder hidden why things. they
2: take Toys us Us
3: us, exactly. Bullshit wasn't uh,
2: <laughs> the overlayers the over members themselves. With and back there's back no back free samples whatever. anywhere now.
3: Can't go to Sam's Club and get some turkey bacon in a little yeah. plastic cup because of COVID. Fuck you I used to go
2: a good dad at uh, public. See me be frying up some fucking ribs or some shit.
3: Mm. Yeah, they don't do it
0: anymore. Mm. No,
3: COVID that
2: restrictions, sucks, man. man. Yeah, he's he's still that's the
0: real wall.
3: issue, man. That's the real issue. Free nah,
0: we don't have free samples anymore. <laughs> bullshit, man.
3: Where, where's the George Foreman guy? <laughs> exactly. no, we don't have that anymore. You don't what? <laughs> <laughs> the only the reason I come here is for pancake sausage medallions. <laughs> That's all I
0: have. Oh, uh, I was gonna bring this up earlier for something we were talking about, and then I had a brain fart, and then we'll, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oops, you got distracting. <laughs> Do you guys um you guys follow uh Lowndes County four one one? Oh yeah. What the fuck is that? It's uh I don't live there, I don't know. Well you <clears> know, <throat> know, back in the day people read the newspaper, right? And the newspaper would give a crime report of anybody that was arrested in the community. It yeah. was a way or to Or if someone
3: told you your buddy got arrested, you could look it up and yeah. see oh,
0: his okay, Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. It it was uh the idea was it's a deterrent. Right, because you don't
3: want people knowing that you were shoplifting from Kmart. He created or, social implications for crime. Uh, ah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So now they put them on blast on Facebook, mm-hmm. Miles mm-hmm. County, 411. Yeah, I've sure. got to go investigate this.
2: They, uh, it's a, it's, it's a
3: show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's mug
0: shots and uh, uh, some. Sometimes they'll do uh, okay, some I like some scandalous that. news stories. Like, wasn't too long ago, I think it was last year that uh, I think it was Valdosta City Police. Broke some dude's wrist or arm. Yeah, yeah that guy.
2: In the
3: handcuffs outside. Of, yeah. on Ashley Street. Yeah.
2: yeah, just down from where they used to be,
1: Chinese. Uh, exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. but uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, Louds County 401. Uh, there's, it's it's a it's a nice display of
3: human emotion as oh, yeah. you scroll through the mugshot. The comments, the comments are where it's at. Mm-hmm. The people sticking up with their friends. People sticking up for their friend. People roasting the fuck out of the mugshot. Just, it's a, <laughs> just a nice little primordial soup <laughs> of human emotions. Let's
0: see like uh d- normally if somebody has got some like really bad charges, the comment section will pop off. But every now and then it'll be like somebody gets arrested for like like simple
3: battery or domestic abuse or something. Or DUI, there's a hundred DUIs yeah. constantly because it's rumored it. I mean, but that's what else the, are uh, doing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but the uh the domestic uh dispute ones that's a good one for the family and friends Like come in. They're <laughs> like, I knew he was smoking meth years ago. You baby daddy was calling me trying to get naked pictures of me. Girl, you don't want none. Stay the fuck off. Next comment. Bitch, you know I seen your baby daddy over here at least three times this week alone. Nobody needs to get in my business. My kids are good. Motherfucker.
3: Then then homeboy's mom pops off like
0: he's a good kid. I don't know where I went wrong. Prayers Prayers for you, Danny.
3: It's strange that you bring that up because yesterday I, it was brought to my attention that a client of mine that I tattooed was on there for incest. Oh. I know exactly the person you're talking I about. Didn't, I didn't want to bring names into it. Uh, yeah, we not, we don't have to. to not uh, snowball the situation. But.
0: Years ago, they worked at the same place I worked at, yeah. and I I never really knew them or talked to them or anything. But there were people I've did associate with back then that they're not good people Yeah. and they really
3: liked this person
0: mm-hmm.
3: weird I've known him forever I will say that he's been uh, around the shops even my other shop when I first got back from Nashville Tennessee mm-hmm. when I was tattooing in Adel he was a frequent flyer there good friends with the guy that owns the place everything else uh, he's been involved in family stuff that we've done in shops over the course of years never would have suspected it in a thousand years but if what they're saying is true, then he had to have some sort of relationship with his daughter. Yeah, is what they're saying. Uh, what and the and fuck? I mean, yeah, she's a, she's twelve years old, and they say she's she's a little slow. And uh, so, feet first into the wood chip. Oh okay, well, we'll find out. I'm waiting on at least more information to yeah. see exactly. I, what
0: I, I think now the if I was, you know, of course I'm just going on the the House County 411 comments on right. <laughs> <laughs> <God. laughs> what it seemed to imply. Was that weird stuff like that had gone on in the past, mm-hmm. it seems. Like, whenever like she was younger, but now she's not a minor, so the charge wasn't... She's 12. Is she? Right now. She I, was, I think there was another daughter that was that is like 18 or 19 that... Uh, he had
3: as well. I've heard all kind of shit. I've heard that there was a baby involved. That there had to been some sort of proof of conception first into yeah. the wood chipper. Yeah, insane. But at the same time hold his
2: hands for a little bit. Yeah,
3: another guy that we tattooed uh was actually VPD was a cop. You can look this up as well. Plenty of information online. Fucking busted for child porn on his computer. And he was a cop. And was like I said at the shop all the time getting tattooed all the time. I never personally tattooed anybody got tattooed by the owner of the company and Seemed like an okay guy just talking to him and everything else. And then, uh, actually, one of the deputies in Lanier was part of the sting that busted him when over in Valdosta. And yeah, God, had, had child porn all over his hard drive and everything else. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: There, there's, um, there's been a, a couple of uh, people that I've worked with over the years that I'll see them pop up. And one of them last month, uh, what's the charge? It's uh, they they call it internet pornography. Mm-hmm. And but if you look up like what I think it's The term is statute. If you look up what that means in the law in Georgia, it points to pretty clearly has to do with kids. Yeah, underage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not them watching Teletubbies or playing Pokemon
3: Go. And see, when I was, I've been saying lately that the world's been fucked up since the start. Like, it's always been disgusting and just terrible. And we're being more and more exposed to it now. But because of social media and everything, there's just
2: everything's more connected. Now.
3: Everything's so exposed. Right? Yeah, no one can do anything. What's done in the dark is yeah. brought the light. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you you
0: have to have going back to where we were talking about earlier with clout. You have to have god level
3: clout in order to get away with stuff mm-hmm. nowadays. Oh, and even now having god level, Bill Cosby.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, well, hey, the, he was the, no. The good shifted up under his old he wasn't and it just they called him. Well, he
3: wasn't like Eminem talking about tying someone to the bed or threatening to murder of his
2: wife. No, he was he raping. Would, he wouldn't even say bad words. No, but like he <laughs> he he
0: was a harsh critic of people with naughty yeah, language. Exactly, and
3: look at what he did. Yeah, that's, that's insane. The whole fame, the, because it's not quite what you got to worry
2: about, really. Well, I guess. I always thinks like the quiet ones that are put together mm-hmm. well, the ones you gotta worry about because they're, yeah, they're like Bill Gates
3: yeah well the same thing happened <laughs> with Louis CK you know they're, uh, the whole segment about the Me Too and everything else he was yeah. like yeah I did that Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I did you know yeah <laughs> I and just a, owned it
0: really inappropriate but mm-hmm. It's not the same as like bombing villages in Syria or exactly. anything. You know we're talking? We're talking about a pervert that pulled his dick out after he asked him to be in his
3: room. <laughs> which, uh, if you haven't heard Tyler Cassidy's song "Louis CK," for God's sake, remind me before when we're done recording to play you this song. Word. It is fantastic. But where we're, where we're at sexually as a society is insane to me. Like we have this this broad spectrum. Like um, I know kids younger than us who either A, don't want a girlfriend whatsoever, too much asexual, or yeah, well, They just want to masturbate. That's the, they got porn. Why the fuck they want a girlfriend? It's expensive and stressful. You know what I mean? Outside of that, the that same generation, most of them like older women because older women are confident. This is what I want. This is what this is. This is what we're getting out of it. They don't want to take the chance with a new girl because of all the Me Too movements, all the exposures with people getting trash and everything else. So you kind of created this entire generation of adolescent men who are afraid to advance sexually or do things sexually because of the impending doom of the consequences associated with it you know yeah.
2: changes wow. rules and engagement pretty yeah.
3: much but you're coming right. from like it's, it's funny to me to think about a 20 year old wanting a 40 year old woman because like when we were 20 40 year olds like smoke Marlboro reds and <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, listen to Shania Twain you know what I mean I'm a six packer of, the, of,
2: six-packer of uh, Bud Light Red exactly. and shit G boys frying, have
3: fun. <laughs> frying bacon in a moomoo with a Winston hanging <laughs> off the it's like, I mean, I, it's like, No, thank you. But to, to think about them coming from that, the, the cowboy era where they had that kind of hard, and then right after that was just the the sexual explosion, of mm-hmm. the hippie era, you know, which created all these free spirits and everything. And to watch that trickle down and to kind of.
2: It's all cyclical. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's,
3: it's definitely a, a big fucking circle, but it's crazy to see where we're at this era now of.
0: Well, sexuality has kind of become a personality type in a way.
1: Not even it's, it know? goes
3: back to clout. It goes back to a way. Well, I I was hurt.
1: I did this. <laughs> yeah. I was wounded. I'm, I'm marginalized yeah. in some way. I'm actually.
0: I may look like a white man. I'm. I'm I actually don't <laughs> exactly. identify as that. Exactly. Like it it, it. it becomes a way for people to feel special. Mm-hmm. Sure. and a and, uh, part of a group identity type of special mm-hmm. you know
1: which and
3: it, to me it also lowers the the weight of it for an actual trauma survivor someone who was actually raped yep. or, instead of some compared to someone who got too drunk yeah you know I, I, mean? I like, slept
0: with Aziz Ansari, and and exactly. I didn't really like it exactly we should we should we should take him out mm-hmm. I will 40
3: years I... ago he touched me for. <clears throat>
2: <laughs> we'll say the like when The the Aziz, Aziz Ansari story came out. People was like, "Listen, you had a bad day. You, yeah. This is not your moment. Yeah, shut the fuck up." That's pretty much what everybody did. It was like, "Stop." That was really that when the, the movement kind of like kind of petered out. Like oh, we've run out of, of people to sacrifice. We're mm-hmm. just we're getting into the bottom of the well. Now.
0: When when there's not a villain to find, you create one. You know what I mean?
3: Well, nothing yep. from R. Kelly and Akon to Aziz Ansari. Like yeah, R. Kelly was pissing, pissing on pubescent girls Exactly, pissing on 12-year-olds
1: <laughs> Leaking talk. on them, dog Yeah,
3: and filming <laughs> them. And, like, and, it's filming And yeah. loving it And then go to court like, I'm doing an album <laughs> I want to just say my testimony
2: <laughs> <He just laughs> like, Plug in his next project
3: Yeah, he, he decides his,
1: to sing
2: it. <laughs> <at> his <laughs> press release
3: It's like, what are you doing, homie? And then Akon, an underage girl, was in a bar <laughs> And he slept with her and then wound up catching charges from everything. She was in a 21 and older club. Like He had nothing. No fucking case because she was underage. Well,
2: that's insane to me. Well, he did build all those schools. Yeah. I mean, he vanished to Africa shortly weird, after. Really but. Weird things like 30, 40 years ago, a groupie was not like a 28, 30-year-old house mom. It was a 15-year-old yeah. girl that snapped back. And exactly. And 30-year-old dudes you know in the 60s having sex with 50s not saying it's, it's legit don't get yeah, me wrong not, but like that's how much not culture, condoning it but yeah, it's the culture the culture yeah. sh- shifted that much Yeah, it, it, is, it is weird it's a good thing don't get me wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah totally yeah, you, you have we, to
0: draw a line somewhere thing. and you have to be consistent with where you draw a line mm-hmm. you know what I mean
3: so
2: because so, so, I was like that was a thing mm-hmm. you know they had sex all the young girls Clint Eastwood was
3: raping bitches in his movies dog. well that's that happened yeah that's a real life Throwing a bitch down in the mule shed, you know, and
2: like, and it's like, you know,
3: that was culturally acceptable at that time.
2: Yeah, they, probably like, like in that industry, they like kept yeah, it like, shh, shh,
3: don't
1: mm-hmm. say nothing. Yeah,
3: no, I mean, like in his movies, yeah. in, in his, there's a scene in one of his westerns where he comes up, lady clearly says no, and he throws her in the hay and takes it, <laughs> like straight up.
1: Oh, shit. I don't
0: know which one you're you're talking. It's, it's one like the town's like painted red. Yeah, the like girl a... with a dragon
3: tattoo. I think <laughs> 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 that's
1: something, something like that. No, no, no. We own a zoo. That's, what that's my fault. <laughs>
3: but no, it's just insane to see the kind of progressive nature of this. To see how it snowballed to the point where these people are being canceled. And I know I said it earlier. Like I make things cartoon characters, but that's how it feels. Like people just take this person and then demote them it's, to all a, it's a character in an entertainment scheme Yeah. so now it's not a real person so if I cancel it's just like if I cancel hey Arnold it's not going to affect anybody yeah. these are real life people
0: well yeah. I mean like good example of that is like a, all the Epstein stuff yeah. you know and so like to, to the QAnon movement's credit they were correct about mm-hmm. like Epstein and the child trafficking ring you know and I can't speak on like the other like eighty percent of like what they you're being, you're
2: being generous give them twenty. Let's be honest. I
0: I, I try to be fair on the show, <laughs> but um, no, like like but uh, you know that because of all of the other ridiculousness that was tied to the Q movement, it just got discredited mm-hmm. altogether. And like now, like like folks don't really talk about. It. They're just like, oh yeah, I that's, remember that's that. That's never happened before. <laughs> <Yeah>. Total <laughs> discreditation <laughs> based on... Them. Like, just like
2: Maxwell is still sitting in prison. Yeah. Like, what's going to
0: happen? Well, <clears throat> Bill Gates was flying with Epstein after yeah. his charges.
2: Yeah. He was trying to get him to switch all his computers over to, to Microsoft systems.
0: Sure. That's a really nice PR M- campaign. Marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what it
1: was Definitely.
0: Well, like, you know Folks all point to, like, well, he had this island He's like, yeah, he did have the island He also had a ranch out in New Mexico mm-hmm. He also had a, 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 a million-plus dollar apartment Numerous in, in properties In New York, yes. yeah Well, the well, guy More from than Vic- a
2: million It was, like, one of the most expensive properties in New York Yeah, that was mm-hmm. given Even to given him By uh, Wes Lechner Yeah,
1: Les Wechner Wes Lekner. There we go Yeah, the Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret Brock Lesnar's brother but uh, <laughs> uh,
0: other, other things uh, that a lot of people uh, uh, don't necessarily know about Epstein, he won the lottery twice. Yeah. While in prison. Yeah. Two times lottery winner. Things that make you go,
3: huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, people don't know that Liam Neeson's out here just pissing his pants. Did you know about this? Did what? Did he get, this?
0: Didn't he get canceled or something? I
3: don't know, but I know he pees his pants what? anytime he wants, anywhere, ever. <laughs> Why? Google it. There's calendars. Like he'll take <laughs> photos with fans with big piss thing. Like I swear to God, I'm and not. He has the sweaty balls. You know, it's just his thing. It's just I don't know if it turns him on or if he's got some sort of issue <laughs> with bladder retention. But the man will pee his pants in public I constantly. Want to look this up. Like does he his pants? I promise you, it does. It's almost like his bladder control was taken.
0: That's, that's like his shtick, and he's like, even, he's talking to like his wife, just like, like Liam. His wife he, died. cop. Cool. He's talking with his lover, and she's like, like, Liam, did, did you do the pants thing again? He's like, I have to do it, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it now for 18 years, and I'm not going to tell a fan they can't have a picture with he, Liam Neeson.
3: Being your pants is not something you do, it's something you are. It's who I am. I'm a pants pisser.
0: Some people plant corn. Some people paint barns.
3: Hey, my recent search on Google said Liam Lee Neeson pee pants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've, I've looked it up before. I'm
3: talking about thousands of pictures of this You're dude You're not lying. just pissing his pants <laughs> in public, dude. It's like his, it's like his favorite thing to do. <laughs> Literally everywhere. Just
0: I mean, somebody could like Photoshop that. It's not
3: hard to no, like. So you just
0: use your multiply tool, and you can darken well, that piss stain.
3: Because if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Liam Neeson, because this dude just pisses his pants, like, man.
0: For those listening, there's legit like, Samson just pulled up like 12 pictures of Liam Neeson
3: with just Google it. Pants. A dude made a calendar, like January <laughs> Liam Neeson piss pants, February Liam Neeson piss pants. So of course, they don't know about Epstein having property. What? They don't know about
0: that. They should. He should rock that. Like it should be like. He like, does. Who are, who are you? Like who are you wearing on the red he carpet, is... Liam? On <laughs> <laughs> wearing Versace and <laughs> I'm pissing these pants right now.
3: From what I understand, zero shame, zero apologies. Just like fucking like me,
1: dude.
0: Was there some meme where it's like Liam Neeson says a horse remembered him from a previous yeah. film he worked yeah. on?
3: So they will on set, and the horse is like, There he is. <laughs> that's how he remembers him. Oh, he's got that piss stain that I love to <laughs> that's, sniff.
1: That's, that's why the horse
0: remembers him. I'd them.
3: recognize that pheromone anyway. <laughs> it's like and heat almost. us.
0: <laughs> it was like, you know, you're a, your sense of scent is like strongest tied <laughs> to your memory. You know, so you imagine, like, like because animals will do that, you know, they'll sniff butts and whatnot. I'd be like, Oh, I know, I know this fellow. I remember him. Mm. He needs <laughs> so his- he, mocks up. He's like, He's like, That's the same horse that was that we used on the gray. Yes, that's correct, Mister Neeson. A moment, please.
1: (laughs) Petunia,
2: (laughs) it's me, Liam. I piss my pants for you.
3: (laughs) Let's pee together. Oh man,
0: the uh, back to the the Lyles County four one one. There was uh, (laughs) a. There's someone had gotten arrested for prostitution. Oh, that's fun. And her mugshot was like the biggest smile on her face.
3: They ain't tricking if you got it, motherfucker. This <laughs> <what's> up. I'm <laughs> not up bumping right now. I wonder if she... <laughs> I, I think she got the
0: money up front is what it was and 100. then when she got caught, she's like no it was only five dollars <laughs> <laughs> she charged like five hundred but
3: subscribe to my OnlyFans for only 7 dollars <laughs> a month <laughs> <laughs> I've got a new sequence <laughs> called mugshot or <laughs> Shot. <laughs>
2: <God>. <laughs>
3: you call it
0: hey guys thanks for tuning in <laughs> Think
2: about how long how far we've came since high school where like you had to like hide and go to like GeoCity websites for fucking porn oh yeah and now like we yeah, I remember them. hard
3: copy dude yeah man, I remember hiding them fucking hustler and yeah. you were box. happy when you got a video Buried that you hide in your in. mattress so you had to watch it yeah. all the damn time
2: but now it's like you would always be
3: paused right when you finish and yeah. you had like a weird <laughs> moment of clarity, <laughs> yeah. you like <laughs> moment of clarity. <laughs> set
2: up a loop oh, but now <laughs> it's like women are empowered to like sell their own porn and Pornhub mm-hmm. is like easy to go on fucking Facebook
0: yeah I mean I've got I've got friends that they have only fans accounts um
3: I will promote the shit out of your yeah, OnlyFans yeah, account. It. You know? I'll manage it for 20%. <laughs> That's a thing, though. I'll do it, yeah. Sauce Walker. you know who Sauce Walker? is? No. Nah. Uh, he's a rapper. Uh, fantastic music. He's awesome. But he started a new movement where right before quarantine, he started promoting Girls OnlyFans through his social media exposure and for 50%. So for every 50 cent they make, he makes 50 cent market them out or whatever uh, made over $363,000 in 30 days off of pictures of women's feet uh, made ridiculously millions during quarantine off of all these girls so now he's got what he calls refers to as sauce bunnies and a lot of his music has revolved around the idea of stop trying to sell drugs and deal drugs because these females are worth double what the drugs are worth so, so yeah, here, here I
2: am I'm going to die at 75 on a tractor end of a field mm-hmm. and some guy who who's probably a soundcloud rapper for the most part is being a pimp straight and making more money than I'll probably make my entire life. Mm-hmm. It's insane. That's how. That's a metaphor for life. It's mm-hmm. just... <laughs> it, it is
0: weird how like, like you can, like as a young person, you can take your social media and, like, make your whole career just yeah, based on your social media. It has happened
3: plenty of times. There's influencers on TikTok right now for outlandish shit getting made millions. Oh, yeah. Uh, the comedian Tim Dillon,
0: uh, yeah. he yeah. Uh, always, uh, well, before he moved to Texas, <coughs> talked about how he would be friends with, like, some of these young TikTokers mm-hmm. that, like, had these, like, mansions where, like, six or seven
3: TikTokers mm-hmm. all lived together. I mean, mm-hmm. think about, well, Jake... Mm-hmm. Went from nothing to TikTok influence. Yeah, I mean, him and his brother, him and the Logan
2: Vine stars
3: or whatever. He's calling out Conor McGregor right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like trying to fight. Didn't he, didn't he win his, uh, his he, fight? He won the fight against Johnson, the the boxing match. That he yeah, yeah, against yeah not against Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, he, he won that one, but he's a retired football player, not really a crazy boxer. But the thing about that is like people were saying he was crazy for accepting this fight with uh, I think it was 12 weeks of training to do something he had never done before in a professional establishment and all that stuff. But, uh, he wasn't training like we would train. Like he's training millionaire training. Yeah. Like he's sinking millions into dietitians, athletic trainers, the best boxing coaches money can buy. And the
0: steroids, steroids that, that aren't are really steroids. steroids and everyone, they, everyone's
3: hating him because he's, he's being cocky, calling out Connor. But that's what made Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? Like that, that attitude. That's what exactly the same thing they hate about him is what they hate about Connor. Yeah, Conor was this aggressive. I would cocky make ten million
2: dollars for Connor McGregor to not out. That's so my thing. I'm just like, and, yeah. and
3: what if you win? I, mean,
2: I won't. But you <laughs> that,
3: that's not the way fighting works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'm not going to walk in there just exactly. hands out and be like, all right, go See, ahead. Connor thought the same thing about Mayweather when he wanted to step out of mixed martial arts and step into a boxing ring yeah. and think, well, I'm, I'm fucking good. I'll fucking make this dude look stupid. You're talking about a 20 year undefeated athlete. Name another athlete or another musician. i one of the or, best
2: boxers I've ever lived. That's what right.
3: I'm saying. A- anything that someone did for 20 years and never lost. It's like we use, nothing happen. You'll yeah. see
0: uh, boxers try to uh, get in muay thai fights, mm-hmm. and like they will just get fucked up, get dude. You it's know what I mean, sir? Like because like I mean you think about like especially me because I'm like I'm like a pumpkin on top of stilts as far as how my frame works, So like I've got legs that are like it's almost four, four feet long. It you know, it's made of raw iron. Yeah, yeah. My arms go like only two thirds out as far as the legs do. So I mean you think about it, you're swinging your Pendulum of a oh, leg,
3: yeah. and you know how to use it
0: properly. Well, you you long got long ankle bones and legs shin legs bones.
1: Legs. And
3: like when I transitioned from boxing to kickboxing, from kickboxing to jujitsu, whole different animal every time. Like I had people make me look stupid wrestling, doing jujitsu. I had 100 pounds on them. You know, they just knew that how to finesse it, the grace of it. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole different ball game. But do you ever do a, 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 a wrestling whenever you were younger, like, like Olympian like wrestling? Like Gregorona. Uh, I didn't really fuck with it that much. I, I just went straight to, I and mean, I only got into jiu-jitsu because I was naturally pretty decent on the ground. Like mm-hmm. uh, going from boxing to kickboxing, natural progression was the. Yeah, that, everyone that, was doing that MMA. So the more wrestling, your Exactly, your exactly. Yeah. Just, just solid, fucking cock strong country shit. But <laughs> uh, going into jiu-jitsu is an art. It's a dance. Yeah. Like, if you If you're not playing in three or four steps ahead, playing chess with it, then you're not going to win. It's just that simple. So. And that,
2: that's probably the most effective. For my
3: self-defense. Exactly. And see, I thought I could go in cock strong and just overpower my way through it. And, uh, I was 20, 8, 19, and uh, like when I was training up in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, there was a black belt female that would just
2: hurt me. Fold you up in a hard It hurt
3: me. You know, put me in that hard scarf. But uh, it was fun. I enjoyed doing it, and it's, it's a humbling experience to get out there. They have, have a gym, gym. in
2: Vosna,
3: not they? There's one in as well that's just up and back up.
0: I went to. Uh, I did wrestling as a kid. That's how I, uh, I guess, other than get my ass kicked by uh, you know the angry people, but like a, a humbling experience. Mm-hmm. There was one guy. Uh, I forget what his name was. He was a couple years older. I was eleven or twelve. I think he was like fourteen or fifteen. Two moves, and I was like mm-hmm. done. Uh, he. It's called a seat belt. So, person comes at you. They bring their arm forward. You. Turn and you grab the arm as it's coming across you, and then you continue to turn and pull it down to your opposite mm-hmm. waist like you would a seatbelt, yeah. and it just Boom. flips Easy the person. You to over. your <laughs> mm-hmm. and I go at him, and he <laughs> like puts me one on him, and you're like, "Oh, that can happen, dude!" Like knocked the wind out of me. He's like, "Are you good?" I'm
3: like, like,
2: yeah, like let's go." And then no worse feeling than the wind knocked out of you. Well, then he did it again, and I then like it just. It.
3: It just does something for me. You got it. I don't know, what is, man. I know, man. I just love gasping for air. <laughs> 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 you know.
0: We're gonna, the, fi- we're gonna find you in like forty years yeah. with a belt around your neck, the jacking amount, off. The amount something. of Saran wrap in
3: my nightstand. <laughs> in my nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> But no, for the first week that I was training with that gym, they just destroyed me. I every day for a week, just broke me down. I had stairs that went down. We had like an upstairs and then like a den area and then a downstairs area with like a tanning bed and a big like sectional. And so we had kept the Wii and all the little games and everything, just room to get on and chill. And uh, I would come home and go down there where my family was, and I had to sit on the top stair and just scooch all the way down because my legs would be just so destroyed from being contorted, you know? Mm -hmm. But after a week of doing that, I walk in, and uh, the guy's like, uh, I I was being cocky. Uh, I walk in, and the guy's like, all right, I'm going to put you with so-and-so today. We do three minute rounds, one minute off, over and over and over again for the entire training session. And like I said, this is like my eighth day of doing this, so I was just over it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Damn, I thought I was gonna get to wrestle you today. And he's like the main head honcho, you know, and he wrecked me, bro. I'm talking <laughs> about did his best to pull every limb from my body, but the next day when I went back to the gym, he's like, All right, we're gonna learn something today. I was like, oh, okay, so instead of just, trying, just trying to break you just trying to, keep, trying to see if I quit, yeah, so uh, we started our actual training, you know, but it was just funny to watch him just throw. Fighter after fighter at me, just trying to destroy me, and excellent process. Learn a lot about yourself for sure.
0: One th- one thing I do want to uh, uh, get into this year, I want to take boxing classes.
3: It's fun. That's how I started out. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's well. I mean, because like I'm, you know, I'm a pretty pretty large fellow, so you know, I, I can handle my own. And but I, as far as like some with like self defense goes, yeah. because I'm a large dude, I, I am slow. They're gonna, so the first
3: thing they're gonna do with you is you should be lowering on your feet. Yeah. Movement, movement, movement. And uh, like, the
2: thing about self defense is like everybody everybody thinks they're gonna fight until they have to fight. And then exactly. they're just fucking windmilling like an mm-hmm. idiot. Yeah. My title
3: said everybody got a plan until they get hit. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got a plan until mm-hmm. they get hit, man.
0: But it's it's weird, like whenever like that kind of pain rushes in, like just this beast anger. Mm-hmm. Like rushes like wrath, like See, I don't wrath. get it.
3: I get like a thrill out of it. Like when I get hit in the face I get more like, fired up. I don't get angry. Like, it's weird. I, I just
0: get... Well, I mean, like, like, I do get fired up, but, like, I'm not... Like, I'm, like I'm a big bomb with a wet fuse, so, yeah. you know what I mean? Like... I think
3: that how I was when I was younger. Like, mm. street fights and stuff, I would just get blind mad just overcome with... I'd be almost crying, just teared up, angry, wanting to fight, you know? But I guess from doing it so much, like, it just eventually just came about sport. But when you're doing it with people that you care about, you got eight people that you love every one of them, you care about their family, you get together and eat, you get together and do stuff But then for... An hour and a half a day, you're trying to kill each other. (laughs) It's 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 an awesome experience to expose yourself to. I quit because I broke my hand. I was training with a kid, getting him ready for a fight in Tennessee, and uh, I was a weight class above him, and I got 84 inch reach. So I got a ridiculous reach, and uh, quite the wingspan there. Yeah, yeah. stupid. And the guy that he was training with had like a 74 inch reach. So if theoretically, if he could stand with me training, getting ready for this fight, then he should be ready for his fight. Well, uh, I threw a hard right punch and he blocked with his left hand and he put his elbow up and my my pinky and my ring finger caught the tip of his elbow hard and it pushed it broke my bones in my hand. I missed like eight weeks of work. Uh, it cost me like right at 10 grand. To, to cut, I have no insurance, obviously. Right. Tattooing at 21 years old. So I had to come out of pocket for everything. Had yeah, to cancel her aren't good in there. Yeah, not great. I uh, had to cancel all of my appointments that were upcoming, refund deposits, everything else, and then recover for, I can't remember if it was six or eight weeks, but at some point in I mean, year, yeah, probably, I that t- t-
2: probably cost you more than ten grand. Yeah, That's what I'm it. saying,
3: after missing work and everything yeah. else, and uh, the only reason I say ten grand is because I had a, a pretty good amount of savings. Cause yeah. I had just moved to Nashville. I was trying to post over there. I've been there for a few months, you know, and uh, I had saved up for a decent nest egg, but it took living off the nest egg. The cost of living it was ridiculous, so it took my whole nest egg to recover from it, and then I had to start all over and save again. From everything, but it was uh, it was crazy for yeah. sure. But I was like, actually, I like tattooing a lot yeah. and I like having money, so I'll probably just
2: stick to that and stuff. <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, I know tattooers make the good ones make, I mean, obviously, you're a good one, but like, make pretty good money. Oh, yeah, no, nothing to complain about for sure. I mean, good living, mm-hmm. it beats so the it was, hell out of hanging Sheet Rock. Yeah, it's one of those things they don't tell you like when you get ready to school, like, you know, you gotta go to college, mm-hmm. you mean. You know, I got to get a bunch of debt, and then maybe have a job when I get out. Exactly, yeah. or you can start like Samson's a trade, you know, a craft. Yeah, so I mean, have a trade and craft, everything. and like when the, the <coughs> same person is thirty, Samson's already bought a house, has a couple of cars, has hobbies and toys to mm-hmm. play with. And See, I
3: had scholarship options and everything. I just never bought into the university selling me their scheme. I read the same books like all, <laughs> all my friends <laughs> that went to college. I, I bought books offline and read them without a biased professors opinion based on it you know so I also
0: know a lot of educated people that don't have any original exactly. thoughts and exactly like to me that's kind of
3: where's the creativity
0: yeah so? well I mean like I, li- I like individualism you know mm-hmm. I mean that's one of the cruxes of this show
1: not me man I'm all about conforming <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: why I got this marlboro on my cheekbone <laughs> I want to blend in with society <laughs> never noticed me yeah
0: are you gonna do more face tattoos? You think you gonna Maybe. go for the uh, full forehead?
3: I might. I got a job interview at Best Buy next week, so I'm gonna wait till that goes. <laughs> I don't need the job. I just want to see how the interview goes. <laughs> you
1: just stop it. i just gonna just auditing up. their you- interview process. I
3: really want to do that. I, I, like lately, I've been wanting to put in applications at places and like without a picture, just a resume application, and everything. Some good. Uh, like resources or whatever and just go apply for these jobs if I get one maybe ride it out for a couple of weeks you know just see what happens another thing I want to do is find a, a random female and convince her to go to marriage counseling and then just pretend like we've been in a relationship for years and just <laughs> fiction just all you've fiction you've got
2: interesting hobbies man I get real bored he <laughs> messaged me the other day was
3: like hey you're, you just pronounced king of the world what three things are you going to do I can't, I can't even remember what I said <laughs> but I like
0: panicked my uh my friend, uh, who's a, a private investigator, years ago, he was working a case and uh, I think it was somewhere in Douglas, but he had to do like a long con to get this person to admit who they really were and like w- like what they were doing, because like apparently they were putting in some bogus claim, like for workman's comp or something and using like a fake name as Ooh, well. Show
2: you know, spy versus spy bullshit. <laughs> it well he's,
0: he's very good at his job but he was telling me that he and his girlfriend at the time they started going to the church where he went in Douglas and posed as this couple that had just moved to Douglas because he was a software engineer and that they were trying to find a nice, good church to hmm. come to and settle down. So they the befre- Tech center of Georgia, Douglas. Yeah, they, they befriended him over like five weeks or something like that, and finally got him Kansas to Kansas City shuffle. Yeah, yeah, got got him to uh, admit some of the stuff he had been doing, and they uh, they had it on uh, on video of. Him admitting that uh, he was, uh, so was faking it? some stuff. Okay, okay. No kinky shit. No, 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 no. Okay. It was, it was. I, I, think it was like he had put in like a workman's comp claim for like some ridiculous amount of money, and the company was like, we think he's, he's faking it, mm-hmm. and he has a, a history of doing this with uh, other names for other companies.
3: Let's do some research. And mm-hmm. see yeah, what's so,
0: popping. yeah. So, yeah. So they hired my friend to as a PI
3: to investigate. It. But yeah, I think I'd be really good at it. By just infiltrating somewhere,
2: yeah, I Maybe. think you blend in. There would not an issue. be fine.
3: Just a recovering addict over yeah. here. Huh? <laughs> a long line of crime.
2: I mean, you could probably pull off homeless man pretty quickly, yeah. pretty easily. Well, I had a, a
3: cop buddy of mine was telling me, like, man, you'd be great to set up for like CI buys, like trying to buy meth and everything. I was like, oh, so I look like, you know, I smoke shard? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I'm piping the glass dog? He's like, no, you like, you sell it. I was like, what? how is that better? I look like I distribute meth of me. Appreciate the compliment, homie. He's like, no, I just mean like we can bury you deep undercover. I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I'll stick to tattoo it.
0: There's a, uh, a buddy of mine um, he has a band, or he did, I don't know if he still has it, but it was uh, called uh, The Punk Necks. And he was a, an ex-con, and he had, like, like, these tattoos like that went like down his forehead, and then underneath his eyes, and then he had some on top of his brow. And uh, they just got done playing a show, and they were staying, like, at, uh, at my house for the night. And uh, he was talking about something about... Like, a, he'll have, like, these, like, you know, like, like, like scary ass looking dudes that, like, come up to him after the show. They thinks that they're about to, like, fuck him up. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, hey, man, I really liked your, uh, yeah. your music. I was like, well, like, and no disrespect, sir, but if if somebody's coming to you and they see you've got tattoos on your face, they're probably
3: thinking you're not going to judge them for exactly. who they are. Exactly. I deal with the same shit, though. Like, I see somebody with tattoos on their face, I'm like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to steal my shit. This time. <laughs> I, I can read your mind. Did you wake and, up,
2: like get you in the mirror.
3: Yeah, I've had one to get my whole life I got a gun permit. And just like, I just imagine people seeing like, oh my god. Uh, I had a lady clutch her purse one time at an ATM. I went, and I was like, oh, They're like it's the closest I felt to like the BLM movement. I was, like, I was, just, I was just profiled. <laughs> she thinks I'm a bad guy. I'll, I'll have it
0: uh, a lot of times. It doesn't happen too much anymore, I guess. I'm uh, a little more cautious, but um, I'll, I'll find myself if I go to like shows or like out to like a bar. If, if, it's a rarity if you'll find me at a bar and there's not music yeah, involved. In fact. But um, if I do, then run into dudes that want to prove they've got a bigger dick than somebody that night. And so they'll see me. I don't have face tattoos, obviously, but they'll see me with this fucking wild man. Uh, Haircut and the beard, and then all the tattoos on the arms. I'm like, well, he looks like a tough son of a bitch. We'll take him down. It's like, bro, I'm the biggest pussy cat that you'll find in this bar. I have. But I will exact eat opposite. your fucking exactly. scrotum, exactly. like right off of your balls. I die
3: every day. <laughs> I'm ready for this shit. <laughs>
0: I am not worried about what
3: happens after death. Did, Life is way scarier. <laughs> I deal with the opposite end of the spectrum. Like the other day, a lady had a flat tire, so we went to help her, but. uh... Um, I tattoo all the cops in town. Get away from me, thug! I tattooed all the cops in town, so I called my buddy, I was like, hey man, he had all the tools, I was like, can y'all swap this tire out for this lady? She's broke down. He said, yeah, we'll be there in a minute. Which is the side of the the cop's life that you don't hear about when they're actually doing good things, you know? Right. But uh, they had shot somebody, had been on the news But them changing a tire, no one gives a fuck. But they pulled up and swapped her tire out Well she cut her finger trying to get her spare tire out of the trunk. And, uh, when I saw her holding her finger, I was like, what happened? I cut my finger. I was like, come inside, let's put a Band-Aid on it." So I'm like gloved up, docked her finger up, wrapping a Band-Aid around her thing. She walked out. She walked out and was talking to the receptionist up front. And uh, when I came back by, I heard her say, He looks like he killed somebody, but he's such a teddy bear. (laughs) I just just helped you out, lady.
1: (laughs) I just got you off the side of the
3: road stranded and band-aided your finger. Imagine
0: from her perspective, she's there stranded, she sees this tattooed, troll, manson-looking motherfucker.
1: Need
2: any help, ma'am? Oh, you cut your fingy. (laughs) Let me fix
3: that. And then a separate occurrence, a uh, lady had a snake in her yard. So she calls and they think it's a rattlesnake. So they, the, the cops asked me to come assist or whatever. So I went down the road, pulled up, and got out it was an oak snake. Nothing to worry about. So I went up and grabbed it started biting my hand. She's like, oh my God, oh, no, I've been bit a thousand times. I'll be She's like, well, I want to get a picture of the snake and everything. I was like, all right, that's fine. So I handed the snake to one of the cops. And I was like, go ahead and take whatever pictures. I thought it would look good for publicity for them, helping a the lady out or whatever. She's like, I want to take picture of you?" <laughs> I don't take pictures with y'all. I like y'all style. It was me and one of my buddies from the tattoo shop. So like, standing there holding the snake, taking this picture with this sweet old black lady. And she put it on Facebook and got like all this attention and everything. And it just tripped me out. That she was like, I ain't taking no pictures with the cops. I'm trying to take pictures with y'all. I was like, all right, cool. She's thinking about her class as well, right? <laughs> but super cool lady, super nice. Uh, but I was expecting the opposite. I was expecting, okay, well, this damn convict-looking fellow's in the yard getting bit by a snake. Really strange. How did you
2: get into the uh, snake catching stuff?
3: I just always loved it. Like, uh, you know, I was thirteen when my dad got super bad off. Yeah. That was one of the things we always did. Uh, we hog hunted, bear hunted together. Mm-hmm. But he always loved snakes. So he, he didn't. He would kill them as well. I don't like killing mm-hmm. anything, but. Uh, um, the whole time he was sick, we hunted and kept the freezers full. Yeah. We we live off of it, you know. So when he found, when he passed, I decided to kind of take a fast from killing things if I didn't have to. Like yeah. it wasn't out of survival or necessity, and it just made me kind of start to love creatures that other people judge, people, things that people incriminate for their nature, like just because they're different or they don't understand that it's just yeah. trying to survive. Uh, it's an automatic death sentence. So uh, just just uh, started getting a lot more involved with the conservation aspect of things, kind of studying these different species. And uh, <clears throat> not a lot of people from our generation are willing to do it. So it was just something fun that I can do that's thrilling. and uh, The the knowledge associated with it is pretty rad.
2: So you catch your out of state when you let it go somewhere? It depends on the
3: circumstance. Uh, <clears throat> I work in conjunction with a zoo up in Atlanta, a private zoo. Okay, so cool. depending on the species, what it is, I donate to either him or other collectors. Uh, I try to relocate it as long as I can keep it close to the property. If you relocate like, them too far, they'll wander, trying to find their home range and then die on the way. So it's just kind of cruel. You get it. out of there and throw them out get them out of the way. Exactly. If you just pick it up and take it 20 miles away and drop it off, you might not have a food source or a breeding partner, a yeah. hibernaculum, things like that to protect it through the season. So... We try to relocate based off of already an established population with a food source and then introduce it in that population and then study to see if it's the survival rate of it. But uh, <clears throat> most of the time, it's a non-venomous species that's not going to harm anything. So we just kind of educate the person, tell them leave it on the property is beneficial for rodent control. Yeah, like mom like
2: freaks out about oak It's just an oak snake. Just going to crawl through, find something to eat and go on.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> I've seen a fair amount of oak snakes. Around yeah, my, when you're
3: carporting ago, didn't you?
0: It was on my door. It's like just get the fuck out of you Yeah, head. well, it was, uh, you know, I got a storm door before the front door, yeah. right? So, like, I opened the front door, and then I opened up the storm door, and something falls on my head, and I'm like, huh. I look down, and it's this little oak snake's like... He just vibing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just vibing. Oh, well, right?
2: little frogs.
0: Well, no, I think I killed his <clears throat> mom, because... <laughs> the day prior I was mowing grass and then after I got done
3: <coughs>
0: I what's
2: that rope in the y- oh <laughs> yeah I, well because my like name,
3: I noticed there was like my like, name's Enigo
0: Montoya <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: there
0: it is it's inconceivable <laughs> um, but uh I like I, I get done and you know I'm like park it in the shed and I'm walking back around, you know, front, feeling accomplished and smelling all the grass and gas on me and whatnot. Little man, fragrances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's uh in the in the front yard there's like kind of like a little dead spot where you know the cars parked all the time. I notice so there's these flies and bees that are just sort of like tornadoing around this whole area. I'm like, that's odd. And I walk over. I'm third like third state of decomposition. Yeah, like <laughs> and like like less than an hour's worth as well, but like. It was, it, was a, it was a gorgeous snake, but I had a, it was probably like about two inches below mm. its head. It was just like smushed. Mm-hmm. And then I guess it's, whenever I ran over it, I guess it stuck its head up out of instinct. And the blade caught its jaw and sliced, uh, its jaw was still attached, but like sliced it like way open. Like
2: a, an alligator.
3: Yeah, hit him with that Kaiser blade, boy. Right. Some folks call it a sling blade. I call it a Kaiser blade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but last time I talked to you about it, you were, you were trying to raise indigo snakes,
1: weren't
3: you? Uh, we work with a lot of people that are big in the conservation of them. So, yeah. uh, basically, what we've been doing in Lanier is trying to establish the areas that they are. Because most places where they exist are so heavily feder- federally protected. It's a ten thousand dollars fine for touching an indigo snake. Like, yeah. there's a hands off species you can watch it, but down here people kill them every day. There's actually right now there's a case popping in Florida where a guy just became a felon for killing the indigo snake on purpose. Yeah, they're beautiful, they're yeah. beautiful snakes. Oh yeah, we call it we call it getting rednecked when they yeah. pull up and beat it with a stick. So they <clears> they beat one to death with a stick. It had a pit, a tracking pit in it, and they had been tracking it, monitoring it over time, found him dead, opened the case up to find out who actually killed him. And, up there. Found the kid and pressed felony charges on him for killing. Yeah, him his his it's a non-venomous snake, yeah. isn't it?
2: Yeah, they get mm. big, yeah, too. huge,
3: biggest, uh, largest native species in America.
2: They're bigger than a king snake. Hmm? Oh, god. And, uh, yes. and the yeah.
3: king snakes are colubrids, are constrictors. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the thing is a uh, indigo snake doesn't have venom and it doesn't constrict like a python. So it, just it bulldogs, overpowers its prey. You know, just lunges attacks and swallows it. Bone them? crunching, jaw pressure. Like it, it can crunch skulls, uh, so but but how, how big are these guys? They get about fourteen foot.
2: Oh no yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. It's been I, Holy I cow. was probably in high school. You know, down where you know where my parents are, right? Mm-hmm. You get out there like this it goes back in the woods back in mm-hmm. there. <clears throat> and
3: uh You talking about out like where the rock road crosses dirt road?
2: Like you know, you know, Christopher You know where the Birches lived at. Mm-hmm. You go down, go down there and yeah. you come, there's a gate back to your right. If yeah, you go, yeah.
3: go all the way where we used to camp at the river with Kyle and everything. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the well, probably the biggest one I ever seen in my life was about ten foot because mm-hmm. he crawled across the road. His head was on one side, his tail's the other, and, that's, and since then I've probably they all been maybe about two feet. Mm-hmm.
3: It's, it's hard to spot them anymore.
2: Sure the the head on it
0: looks like a cobra head. I mean, mm-hmm. not the yeah, that, uh, flayed out version of mm-hmm. it, but.
3: It's a very unique species, Dromachon, but uh, that one's actually Dromachon cupri, which means Lord of the Forest in Latin, and there's black-tailed crebos, yellow-tailed crebos, Texas indigos, Mexican indigos, there's a lot of subspecies for it. The indigos (coughs) are the only ones that are endangered because they're the only ones present here in America, but they're only present in our range and down in Florida. So. just in the subtropics so. mm. anywhere there's eastern diamondbacks basically they'll be
2: indigo. that's not like one of the main things they like to fuck with too mm-hmm. they, eat, a they eat the
3: diamondback oh, mm-hmm. they fuck them up in a heartbeat destroy yeah. them but they're also such an intelligent snake species they're different from every other snake most snakes will eat once a week defecate once a week be hungry again continue that cycle as long as atmospheric pressure temperatures everything else correlates for an active diet uh, that species will eat almost constantly, more like a like a dog, although we eat daily. So there's there's a, literally a guy on YouTube that has one that he's had since birth. He feeds it drumsticks, chicken legs, like raw chicken. Oh. He'll hold it out, and the snake will come out and take it from him, eat the whole thing, vibe out. I recognize that's like food mm-hmm. source, yeah. not non-threatening. Super, he's just super. They're super docile, super intelligent, very incredible species for sure. But there's not a snake that exists here that they can't overpower. They just they fuck I've, them I've up.
2: heard stories like. uh like, um been told the the Langdales They, you know, they're the largest private landowner mm-hmm. in Georgia. One of the largest, and like they, they had a property that like they were cutting and trying to replant, but it was so ate up with like diamondbacks and rattlesnakes that they, the they couldn't because they were they're uh, dibbling, hand planting pine mm-hmm. trees, and they were just finding snake after snake after snake after snake, and they did then they couldn't even go, go out there and like. Uh, plant so they from what I was told they went and got somebody to release about 30 or 40 indigo snakes out there because it was, it was the it's habitat mm-hmm. and they gave them about about a month and a half and mm-hmm. there, no, there were no more no more rattlesnakes holy shit
3: the Auburn just did that with a, a I want to say it was 30 something 30 something indigo snakes they released them in Alabama to try to uh, reestablish the population in Alabama well what they weren't expecting was that the copperhead population plummeted almost immediately because it's one of the, their favorite food sources is juvenile venomous snake species they're slower uh, the indigos aren't responsible to their venom so they can take a bite and want to fed their immune to it mm. want to affect them once or whatever so they'll literally just overpower these smaller weaker snakes kill them truck on dude but you can watch them fight six foot rattlesnakes on YouTube like just overpower the fuck out of the 16 foot rattlesnake and smash it in one in like one. the bodies, like almost oh, twice as big rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes. <laughs> and, great, like the big rattlesnakes and strong yeah so strong. That's great as shit, isn't you? Yeah, I got bit by a yellowtail kribi on my palm. I have a video. I'll show you. Uh, he he literally lacerated deep into the palm, the flesh of my palm, right here where he's biting me.
0: Now, does does its fangs are they uh, retractable as well, like uh, something like a viper's would be, or are no, they, they stationary? They're
3: more stationary. They're they're not like how you imagine long. Do they have like
2: the hook fangs like uh, the other constrictors do, like they the angled back?
3: To a degree, they're, they're slightly hooked underneath. Yeah, like recurved, but so you can't pull but that's what's strange about them is they're, they're not constrictors yeah. like they don't coil they, they don't squeeze up. they just attack and crush and overpower Shut and you can find videos that they'll, they'll catch a rabbit and then slam a rabbit on the ground in the rocks what and the the fuck fuck a fucking way to hunt. go out yeah. And the, the rabbits have it really they're bad boring. like everything
0: eats the rabbit mm-hmm. and the rabbit
3: eats nothing well, One of, a rabbit actually got revenge for the rabbit species so rest, eerie, rest easy uh, I had a six foot eastern diamondback went and defeated a rabbit it struck at the rabbit. The rabbit was in the corner of the tank. When it hit, the rabbit is, it hit the wall. wasn't expecting it to stop. And I don't know if it detached its fang or broke its fang somehow, but I, when I woke up the next morning, the rabbit and the snake were both dead. And I was like, no, I want the home team. I was very sad because I had the animal for a long time. It was super, I could hand, take it out and handle it just like I could the non venomous species. Very little bite aggression, food aggression, anything. And uh rabbit got him, man. Then chalked up as a loss. But. I guess one for the home team for the little bunny tails. Have
0: you ever seen that uh, old movie Watership Down? I have not. I've never even heard of it. I mean, uh, I've seen
3: Black Hawk Down. Have <laughs> uh,
0: Justin uh, introduced uh, me to it. It's um, it's it's an old cartoon. Uh, it's rated G. It should not be rated G. Wow. Um, it's a. It's about this colony of rabbits. The art style in it is like watercolor. You have
3: told me about this before. So
0: it's like kind of like hyper realistic. You know what I mean? Like, remember the old Golden Book? Is this recent? No, this was like late seventies, early eighties. Okay. Um, but um, it's it, it talks about how all of the forest essentially like hunts the rabbit, and that the rabbit will always be hunted. So it's this colony of rabbits. One of them has a vision that. Uh, the, they're, in, they're in danger, and that the, the field, the burrows that they live in, will be uh, uh, filled with blood instead. So
3: that's
2: definitely a good kids' movie. Oh, it's dark. Yeah,
3: it's. Um, I watched a bunch of, After he told me about it, I watched a bunch of clips online, but I still haven't seen it like all the way through. But it's, it's heavy. heavy shit. It's heavy, heavy. shit.
0: So this uh, this colony, they uh, I forget their names, but it's like a group of them. They decide to essentially uh, have a mutiny. And escape the colony because they're not—they're not allowed to leave. The elder rabbits like, no, you can't leave. Like you're going to scare everybody to leave over your premonition. Well, the next day, chicken little shit. Yeah, yeah. the next day the humans come in and they begin to aggregate. That's the word. Aggregate. The to to agriculture, but a verb. They start to farm <laughs> the the land. Cultivate. And, yeah, cultivate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to <aggritize> it. <laughs> They're they're, they're, cultural, they're agriculturalizing yeah. it, uh, but and uh, they use you know like gas and pesticides and it, it kills most of the rabbits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these these rabbits then take off to find this new home, but they encounter this um this village along the way, uh, village this colony of rabbits along the way, and they're um, they're offered this plate of food like. And one of the rabbits is like Something, something's amiss here. Like something's something's not right. And the rabbits are there just like, oh, we we just enjoy life while we can. We don't have a long time here. So just live. Yeah. And one of them decides to leave on the way out through this garden. They hit a snare. And like it starts choking the rabbit. And like it's it shows like violently like his blood vessels bursting in this rabbit and him like gasping for like... Jesus
1: Christ! And, and
0: like the other rabbits trying to like like get the noose from the snare like off from around his neck. desperation. Yeah, but like... What's this movie again? Water shipped Down. Like later on a, there's a, a dog like a... a, a that name that,
2: has nothing to do with the content.
0: No, no. Um, This dog later like there's a... This other colony of rabbits that tries to track them down because they're heretics essentially, right? For... Leaving the colony it's behind, might have, they're like a
2: lot of fucking acid. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but this, they something with a farm, and this dog tracks like some of the rabbits, and the dog finds the rabbits in the middle of this rabbit fight where these two clans are going on, and then the dog comes and starts fucking up the rabbits. Like it's, it's a brutal fucking movie, beautiful, Plus but twist. like it's a dreamy head whoa. in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Missus Elk said it was a really good story. <laughs> she says very
3: imaginative. Miss Curry didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, it um the, the the whole notion of like like
2: oh my bad I know you usually want to drink that. oh no 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 it's
0: fine um but like that the you know not only are the rabbits always hunted like in one scene like they're just standing there and they hear like an owl or a hawk and then one of the rabbits is just gone. Like they're
3: just like oh, so-and-so's so and so's gone, like they're dead. Yeah, like, it's a very in-depth metaphor for humanity the, in life. In the own- the guy who uh, wrote the it's based off of a book. The guy who
0: wrote the book said that it, it didn't have any like deeper like meaning or anything. That it wasn't like some like Animal Farm or anything like yeah. that. Like where it's you know talking about a, a societal uh, uh, collapse mm-hmm. or something. But that it was just based on all these personalities that he had met in the military yeah. and decided to turn them into rabbits and write a story about it. What's, what's cool about
3: that is that it adds a whole other level to it because when it's just humans it's really who gives a fuck. But Now it's a cute little rabbit. It's like, oh no, these problems that seem to matter. Mm-hmm. I actually used a metaphor one time uh, in an abortion argument, which is a strange little It could have been worse. It could have been a rabbit. But, well, I was saying that they should have abortions for kittens. Yeah, like your cat or your dog is not dumb. You don't want it. They should abort the puppies and the kittens. And this girl who was super pro-abortion was like, Oh my God, that's terrible. I'm like, how is that? Well, it's just a cluster of cells, it's, it's, right? It's just a cute... Because it's a cute creature now, somehow it's ungodly. But mm-hmm. it, was just, it was just funny to me. I was like, all right, well... But just the, that, that shift in there, it shows me that he's like taking humanity and trying to make it to something that we actually have empathy towards because we have no empathy towards our own species.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it's... it's like, it's, it's, it was
3: a children's
0: movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was rated G. Yeah.
2: You <laughs> you in the movie, you know, you go put it on for your little kid. You go in the front of the room to drink your scotch and talk to your wife. And then you're like, what the, the fuck? The movie, movie's over, and just, you know, little Billy, Billy walks out. His eyes are like, just, just crying. fucking, just, big just just dead-eyed. Like, he's like he's been to war, a thousand-yard stare. Dude, the first time
0: uh, Justin showed me that movie, I was on a head full of acid. Oh, that's not good. And I had... As I'm, like, there, I'm, like, you know, climbing up, and something pops in my head. I've been, like, I think I remember him talking about this movie is, like, really violent or something, but I, I'd never seen it, so, like, I was, like, maybe I'm just mistaking it with something else, and then it's, like, yeah, 20 minutes in, which in acid time, it's, like, 20 years, yeah. and, like, like the snare scene, like, happens, and, like, I'm seeing, like, this rabbit just, like, like get, like, killed. Spoiler alert! They save him, but Yay. like, but still, like, 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 they're just like, like in the fifth dimension, you know, and yeah. watching a fucking rabbit get like essentially tortured by a. Uh,
3: I have this almost obsessive thing where anytime a movie like that is happening, I associate the personality attribute of the characters with people in my life. Mm. So it's real weird. So like, that character that got strangled, whoever I was associating him with. In my head, that's what I would be imagining it happening to. So it's weird. I'll,
0: I'll do that sometimes as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I think a lot of times it'll... Uh, a good example, I, I think, is uh, Michael Scott from The Office. I don't know how I'll cringe so much because I see so much of myself okay, yeah. in a character. even yeah. Or even like BoJack Horseman yeah. or even Butters off of South Park. Like I'll find aspects of their personalities that, like, I can identify with, and whenever they do something really wrong or cringy, I just,
3: oh, I shudder, dude. And then I start thinking of
0: all the shitty, cringy
3: things I've ever done. It's like when you make a noise your dad made when you were a kid. You're like, oh, I've become. (laughs) the thing thing I've spent the better part of 30 years hating <laughs>
0: like I'll start thinking about like golly I tried to flirt with that girl when I was 15 years no. old and I just ended up farting in just front of her instead did that really happen
3: in. what fart in front of a girl I was trying to flirt yeah I was trying to be super cool one time and do a pull up, pull, up pull ups are hard I did a pull up did you do I, the kicking kick feet trying to get up no I got one up no kipping no cheating got one up came back down I slipped I fell when I hit the ground. I farted. <laughs> 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 and the girl I was trying to impress was standing there. And I was like...
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens. You I think actually, I'm cool now, right?
3: I actually did that not long ago. We all went to the swamp. Uh, we were tracking some snakes out there. Got 104 snakes in one night, by the way. Holy, Holy shit. Not, not collecting, just photographing and releasing and everything. Got over 100 snakes in about 12 hours. Pretty impressive. That's but,
2: really that's part of like, that everywhere you don't really realize they're out there. Well, this
3: is a, a pretty restricted... It's a... Uh, it's part of the Okefenokee, basically. So, there's not a lot of development, not a lot of human contact ever goes out there, you know. But you don't
2: look at the map, but like what well, Okefenokee is. It, it spans ri- it's like huge, it's ridiculous. Yeah, three, right. or four counties, then yeah. goes into then goes into Florida. Yeah, yeah. I've been
3: all through it. It's, yeah. it's a great place, beautiful area. I'd, I'd um, say the
0: good chunk of Southeast Georgia is just the Okefenokee Swamp. Yeah, like, definitely.
3: Mm-hmm. But we bought these giant hats. We bought these cowboy hats that are like this wide. And we walked out of the little resort area that had them. We all put them on, and I turned to my friend and saw it, and I laughed so hard that I pooted. But it was like, <laughs> like a <little> long one. <laughs> so just a, just a just a sheer comedy gold there for a minute, you know. And I was wheezing because I was laughing so hard. so You
0: ever sneezed
3: and farted? Oh yeah, started. Started. you ever sneezed been over?
2: No, I never no. had that. No, does that happen when you I, stop and guess, smell the roses I guess I've been over more than you guys have. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, I was picking something up and sneezed while I was bent over it. And the worst pain. Just, it felt like I was lanced. like someone <laughs> <laughs> Just stabbed it all the way through my back. And immediately documented, like, don't do that. And I haven't since. Like, I will <laughs> Martin, never do <laughs> I have
0: sneezed before... And been like sitting an awkward way mm. and then from the jolt of the sneeze like crush pressure yeah crushed my balls sheer nut pressure man. oh my god it's a whole problem you just for that for that nano 2nd you're just like I'm dying yeah.
1: <laughs> this is it this is, this is how I go this, this is how I go from <laughs> a sneeze take me home and everyone's gonna be like I don't understand
0: he was fine a second ago That's well, probably COVID
1: <laughs> only time plays
3: as you lay on the ground <laughs> <laughs>
0: well shit fellas thank you guys so much for uh for coming on and repeatedly coming on and being a part of this uh this wild journey i'll
3: come on as much as you want me to man fuck yeah dude where you want me to come on next i do
0: i do think it's a it's a good idea and i'd definitely like to get you guys involved that like uh maybe like sometime later this year Set up something to have like a, a panel or something, I'm like a it. show. I'm, I'm for. It. I can uh, maybe even talk with uh, Brian at, uh, at Ashley Street. See if definitely he'd be into it. And I think it'd be, I think it'd be cool. You know, get a nice array of uh, personalities. I'm super down.
3: i yeah. i fully support the idea of doing some sort of call in thing too. Like I, you, I, th- I think it's a good idea. Some sort of hotline or some sort of, like, even if you went live <laughs> on Facebook, you just had a chat up, and just responding to questions that way, but. Be a good way to get to know your fan base and kind of expand your your fan base, and then
2: when you get a magic spoon sponsorship,
0: well, just any sponsorship at this point would be uh would be the goal. I didn't want to push anything like that for twenty twenty one because I'm I'm still kind of figuring the stuff out, but two because most people didn't have money like that, mm-hmm. and I was Uh-oh. I was not trying to be like, hey, let me support your local business. What we're trying to say is
3: if you're tired of preparing your meals every night when you get home, check out HelloFresh. <laughs> pre-packaged <laughs> recipe <laughs> options with everything you need. They've got keto. They've got calorie restriction. they got vegan. Have it shipped to your door instantly. Hashtag Wish not a sponsor.
2: The more you wake up, you're a billionaire. What are the first three things you do?
3: Um,
0: I start going through my list of Folks that uh, I uh, I care about, you know, as, as cheesy as it is, as much as I dislike the church, you know, I still pray every day uh, to my God and you know, ask uh, uh, ask them to bless the uh, people I care about. You you two are in that list. Well, thank, um, well, thank God, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, but um, no, I would uh, any debt that my mom, my dad, or my brother had, I, I, I'd, I'd absolve all of it, and then I would start going through. All my other loved ones. So been. you
2: pay debt off and basically set people up for life. What's your second thing?
0: Um, second thing. Well, I would. Uh, I'm not sure. I would. I would want to do with the other things. I'd want to do at least one selfish thing, and I would want to do something that is would better the community so i think i would probably <clears throat> talk to sort of like the local schools like here in lakeland in particular because yeah. where you know i graduated from uh prestigious
2: high school in georgia yeah yeah, yeah. well kind
0: of. i wouldn't change it you know um but i, I would kind of figure out like the, these areas i care about you know the greater valdosta area I'd be like like well, what, what do we what do we need to help other people yeah and then the third thing I would do would be I would get a shitload of audio and music equipment and computers like out the yin yang and set myself up with some property as nice and secluded and build, a, build myself a fortress for a generational wealth.
3: Hell yeah. I would blow up and act like I don't know nobody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Samson.
2: Well, that was my old name. About <laughs> <laughs> you said, so what would you do? Nice.
3: Uh, I don't know. The other day when he messaged me, I said shit as a joke. But I think that was king of the world. Mm-hmm. and then what you said? Yeah, king of the world. I, think I said I would restrict technology. I guess if I can make balls or yep. whatever. It's so like I would restrict technology except for nighttime. So like during the day, you had to experience the world or whatever. And he immediately was like, well, that wouldn't help the medical profession. No,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I was hey, like, <laughs>
0: <Papa's bump> <laughs> sir, I, I pump
3: know pump you pump. have
0: gunshot wounds. What do you want me to do? <laughs> exactly. It is 4.30 p.m. I have gauze. <laughs> no, no. Gerald, no. <laughs> Drive to a different time zone. Nobody
2: fucking touch him.
3: And then my second one was I would create a federally funded program to make midget-seeing eye dogs. So that...
2: That would probably be a little problematic.
3: I don't think so. I think little people struggle to find employment, and then blind people struggle talking to a fucking dog. So, <laughs> it would allow the ability to communicate. Like,
2: what's the benefits package on being a midget C&I dog? Dude, bank, bro. I mean, like 60K? Federally funded. I mean, it depends. I mean, do they get like, I mean, do you get vacation days? A paid vacation? What about maternity leave?
3: I guess it depends on a lot of things. It depends on the weight of the midget. The effectiveness of his ability. To <laughs> <What combine? laughs> so if you're if you're a fat little person, your
0: rate is gonna be different. You're like, have... well, you're gonna be slower leading him around, so we so can't expect.
2: Like, okay. I was gonna
3: pay more because you're. Ah, you can do some things. Mm. You know what I mean?
2: like, yeah, what about, like people who are just short that want to do that. Like they are five foot two, and they want to be. A, do they qualify? I mean, what's what's the cutoff? I think it's four eleven. Do
3: you qualify for the the farmers grant that's coming
2: around right now? I would like to know what this farmer's grant is. Would you tell uh, me that? It's, about it? It? it's uh, mostly
3: for African American farmers. <clears throat> they've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the name. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Do you qualify yeah. for that? Um, no. Nope. Does it look like a call- call <laughs> co So Same answer for the short people that aren't quite midgets. <laughs> like,
0: you but, if, but if you had all this money.
3: If I had all the money, let's see what I'd do. I'd probably invest in a lot of the land for sure, but we know I'm very. I like, like would I'm you
2: go like find like some land that juts up to Okinawa like thousand acres probably of something buying, like that and put a yeah. house yeah. There. for like for Grand Bay ready.
3: you know yeah. somewhere somewhere that's iconic to me yeah. where I could where I can do that uh, another that I'd probably do is I don't want to I don't want to come off as a commune because it wouldn't be a commune but I would buy a lot of property that already either set up for uh, rental or whatever and provide housing for people that there. know. So that's the same thing like you would. I want them to be like, well, hey, your place to live kind like, a, like
2: an artistic freedom place yeah. to yeah, do what you want to. Found a town,
0: essentially.
3: Exactly. Like, like, it just an established a living area where...
2: That's one of the cool things about a like, you've got enough money to buy some acreage, you can go in there and as long as you're not like fucking kids or children no and stuff, you can really do what you want. Whatever you want. want, whatever yeah. you want.
0: Yeah. There was there some place we went to on family vacation... When I was like twelve or thirteen, was someplace in Florida, that they built a town like in the nineties. Yeah. Like it was just like folks got together with their money and just like, mm-hmm. eh, we want to build a city, so they decided to build a small town. <coughs> and There's a,
2: a group of African American people doing that in Georgia. They're building a, a yep. black only town, and I'm like mm-hmm. oh, that's great. Go for it. Run it.
1: Run it. Right. Man. That's my thing. wrong? I,
3: I want to build a place that people I care about can live the rest of their life without worry. More or less, if that makes sense. Like if I could afford to run it, afford to sink into it, then I'd want somewhere my grandma could finish her life without having to rely on other things. Knowing everything's taken care of. Same thing with my yeah. mom, you know? I don't want to be able to raise her grandkids, spend time with her loved ones without having to worry about, oh, light bill. It worries around pretty much. And all that. Exactly. I would just take care of that. But as far as, like, actually, like, like selfish stuff, I can't think of anything. Like I'd, I'd yeah, be the same person. I asked, right? I asked that
2: because that's something I've been like running in my mind lately it started with that, that GameStop and like stock bump like how like you know <clears throat> you had people that as a joke bought a thousand chairs right accidentally got rich yeah. and got rich it's like well, what would I do if I just woke up one night and I was a, like had fuck you upon fuck you money
1: mm-hmm.
2: and like I, I my whole thing was that like, I would just die with none of it I, I wouldn't keep it like I'd let it all go yeah, like I would it, make sure I paid it. I'd make sure I paid my debts off make sure my family's fine and the rest I'd probably put no, like a trust somewhere into here give this to people is that, that, that's
3: my thing is I, <clears throat> I guess because I didn't inherit anything yeah. I'd yeah. want something to leave that makes mm-hmm.
2: sense like I start got. like a tr- like a, um, a trust fund that like helps like poor communities mm-hmm. and like injects money into black owned businesses and all like you know whatever
3: you wouldn't know that I had money yeah exactly uh, I I'd still be driving the same shit like I could afford something fancy now I'm not a fancy person you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I, I'd that's
2: probably nice. get like a new truck
3: Oh
0: that's about as flashy I think as I, I would want to get mm-hmm. you know what I mean I would,
2: I, I would I'd be afraid that amount of money would like if you let it it will change you it corrupt you for sure. yeah. yeah I
3: guess it depends on the type of person you are because like you have an addictive personality when it comes to attention or anything else other like than of course that's where you're going to invest the money you know? yeah but I think it's like I don't know I, I like being off the radar I like don't really knowing what I'm doing what I'm up to anything else like that so if I had a billion I feel like I'd be the same way Mm-hmm. I would still be like, "Oh, what's up, man? Are you doing good?" You know. Now, if you were in a bind uh-huh. or needed help, then fuck yeah, I'll help you. You know. But I'm not just gonna be advertising my wealth like that. If that makes sense. Uh-uh. No. I don't like. Like, I'm not. I don't vibe the rapper. I wouldn't buy $250, two hundred fifty dollars diamond. You know what I mean? Like, no chain. They put it in your head. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> actually referencing Lil Uzi Vert. I don't know if y'all have followed yeah, this. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That whole situation, but that, that's my thing. Is like, I would invest in shit that would last. Generations
2: away from now. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, the whole thing. I'm like, you know, a person dies twice. The, the first time is their death, and then the, the next time is the last time their name is mentioned. Exactly. So, like, you know, you set up like a good scholarship fund or something. You live forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: or at least a lot <clears throat> longer than uh, yeah your biological and self would. That's, appeal- that's kind of the appeal of art and creative pursuits. I found as well mm-hmm. is that you know, like the things I've created over the years, they're. They're going. They're bigger than me. Like the, it. Like an idea. Art is bigger than like an
3: individual. It, it transcends well, biology. That's one of the reasons why I love tattooing. Is because it doesn't.
1: Like,
2: yeah, well, you think about this. <coughs> you've been tattooing since you were 19. Mm-hmm. You're probably tattooed till you can't see anymore, oh, yeah, or you die. Or, die, die at a table tattooing Definitely. somebody. Right? So I say you semi 70, 70, say 75. You have a good long run. Mm-hmm.
3: I doubt that. but
1: <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, I'm doing.
2: Ideally, that person will have art on your body for, let's say they're 19, for another, by then, they'll probably live to, I mean, 100 to be an average age. Well, if I'm
3: still tattooing at 75 and I tattoo a 19-year-old. Yeah, I mean, that. it'll last 100 years after I've done it, or 80 years after I've done it. I got that done
2: in Adele, and the guy named Samson Bennett, he liked snakes. People like you know, it might not mean anything to, I mean, your family would probably dead going at that point, but like. You know, I mean, even by the time, they're they're on the way out. Like no one. Well, I, I go through that
3: now. People tell me stories about my dad. Yeah. Uh, one time I was in the woods in Fargo, and my dog got cut by a hog, and your dad set him up for me, and sat there talking to me, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that, shit, that shit's always. That's nice. awesome. Hell yeah. Huh? yeah, you know what I mean? Like just w- weird little stories like that it just mean a lot
1: because you don't.
2: You know, my dad's not like, he's not doing the best, but he'll be he'll be gone one day, mm-hmm. and then like I was thinking that this is. I always think about like weird shit. Like there's a like you know there's a time of your parents before you're born who they're completely different people than after you're born. Oh yeah. And you will never know that you will never know that person ever in your life. Mm-hmm. You only know from the time that you you. You'll get glim- you'll get glimpses of it of, through yeah, the, through the stories of their loved yeah. ones. Yeah. So. And that's the only way you will ever really truly know them and know who mm-hmm. they are is when you get those little like you know the guy thing about the dog you cut by the hog like that's yeah. only that's
3: how you know. Plus another 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 aspect of that especially with us having. Southern men for fathers, yeah. you know, was like, uh, the whole, when my dad was real sick in the hospital, he used a journal to communicate stuff. Like, he would write stuff back and forth with, like, Archie Boyd yeah, a bunch of his really close friends, you know, and uh, the whole time, like, he was dead for quite some time on the operating table, and they brought him back to life, and I was always curious of what he saw, and then one day, he started, like, telling me about it. I so said there was a tunnel, and there was a light at the other end. And got to the other end of the tunnel. It was his buddy Alan in a work truck trying to take him to hang more sheet rock. So he spun around and ran back the other way. <laughs> and, <laughs> so that's, the, that's the extent of what he gave me. Yeah. I was just like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? And um, he also wasn't a very vocal man or very emotional man. You know? Yeah. So, uh,
2: which is common for us southern body. exactly. So years later,
3: I'm going through. Boxes of stuff that we had in storage, and I find the journal that he'd written. And there's like pages of how he was proud of me and things that I'd done and all this stuff. Have things first he could never talk me Things he wouldn't have mentioned me. Like I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, does he say these things? You know what I mean? But it, it was just, it was funny to find that that, that little, part of him, that, that hit, little pocket them. of his that he w- wasn't even comfortable sharing with me or sharing with anybody else. Yeah. But he would write. For a second is own you know? but it also
0: shows you what you you want to provide that to your kids exactly. you know exactly. give them something and, that he never had mm-hmm. or you never have excuse me I
2: feel like parents like that they raise you they raise you how they want you to be but they also in the in the act of raising you they raise you of like how you shouldn't be as well Mm-hmm. they give you examples without them knowing
3: about you well the you thing know. is no one can do it perfectly no no no, no none no, no, of us no. can hit it to a T and we like to have this kind of illusion that hey I'm, what I'm doing is right you know what I mean yeah. but what that creates is the implications that the other ways are wrong mm-hmm. so now in your head when well, my parents raised me wrong my parents did this wrong did this wrong I like, now they did the, the best of their ability at the time like, yeah, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing that's what adulthood is is realizing yeah. that no one has any clue no, what the a going clue. on
2: like you got earlier, though, when your parents are raising you, they're actually they're growing up too. They don't know what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have this little shit that it's, they used to feed every night, but they're trying to figure out what the hell they would still want to do with their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's you and you're raising yourself while you're raising another person. It's it's a weird concept when you really you realize exactly. that when you become an adult you realize that your parents were well you at the same fucking age. Yeah. Well, also
3: they have the inability to see who you are because you're six. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. so it's like I look at my kids, and I'm like, okay, well, that's cool, but they're going to be completely different people by the time they're 16, 17 years old. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> the whole approach will have to change. And uh, <clears throat> we're such different creatures. And uh, I don't want to get started too deep in this because we're drawing to a conclusion here. But uh, part of what I was saying with the animals, how I keep animals, one of the reasons why I love the rattlesnakes and things is because of how temperamental they are. If the temperature is a little bit off, then they're, they're not, they're not different. healthy. Different being. Right? Uh, we took two <clears throat> two boa constrictors from the same clutch, the clutch of the litter, yeah, the same litter, and we took one of them. And we put it in a, a, a enclosure that was eighty six degrees and one hundred percent humidity, and uh, it would go through night cycles, day cycles, and the lights would change, all that stuff. But the temperature and the humidity stayed on the average. <clears throat> he was super docile, ate perfect. We could take him out, play with him. Uh, he grew to a healthy weight. Uh, he, he would have been obese if we would have allowed it. He was so, just that comfortable, you know? And then we took a sibling and put it in an enclosure that was a little bit hotter, a little lower humidity. And what we noticed is that just that little bit of temperature increase created a more active snake. It had more energy all the time to make it move a lot more. So it stayed lean. It wouldn't pack any weight. It was super aggressive to human hands, super aggressive when you were feeding it and everything else. All because of that one little conditional change. Just that little bit of increased temperature. And uh, I use it as a metaphor with us, because let the air go out in the middle of July. (laughs) Watch everybody get pissed. Like just that little thing. So uh, just by jumping to a conclusion right there, you can see how temperamental animals we are. And now when it comes to humans, every single human has a different personality, just like animals have different personalities. So like working with my my kids, uh, my oldest son, he's uh, not as active. He doesn't like being outdoors as much. He loves uh, like video games, puzzles things like that super great in school gets yeah. every reward he can get performs great super respectful yes sir all that stuff my son Noah is an entirely different creature he is 90 miles an hour like I am. He's still super smart, still super respectful, but he wants to be moving. He wants to do things and everything else. Be outside. If observe. I tried to raise both of them the same way, it would be like taking a parrot and putting it in a fish tank and feeding the fish. Tank. <laughs> 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 it's going to
1: die. Uh, <laughs> that,
3: that's the truth of it. That is a beautiful so, analogy. <laughs> and it's so accurate. So uh, I, I learned, like with Noah, with my, my middle child, he doesn't really like meat. I'll cook pork chops and everything else. Everybody else will be so excited. He'd rather have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Occasionally, he'll eat hot dogs, chicken nuggets, or whatever. But he really is more naturally a vegan, which is hard for me to understand because I'm a carnivore to the core. So, uh, it would be wrong of me to try to force him to be the same creature I am. So, like, if that's what he wants to be, I respect that. I allow it. Uh, a friend of mine told me one day, because Max is a little chubby, my 10-year-old. A friend of mine told me I should beat his ass and make him play sports so he can get in shape. I was like, I'll fucking beat your eyes shut. It doesn't matter how to raise my kid. What's wrong with it? You know what I mean? Like, he don't, want, he don't want to play football? I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, yeah, if if raise your kid. Now exactly. you want to raise it. If you have to live some sort of cycle because you didn't succeed in high school at sports, so now you're yeah. forcing your child to run laps oh, every so day that. so that you can have some sort of Gratis, gratification from you his success you, can, you can fix the mistakes you made exactly that's, yeah, that's living, all you, living vicariously you're, you're your gonna kids. make him not only hate physical activity but hate you eventually mm-hmm. you know so when it comes to my kids i support whatever they whatever they support you know and uh i've learned it throughout my past uh, I've, I've dated this girl a while back and uh she uh was kind of everyone thought she was a snob everyone thought that she was uh cocky she had um uh, get thousands of likes on her Instagram pictures everything else like that and uh, outward appearance just always regal always had this kind of appearance of elegance and everything else everyone uh, just looked at her in that way and the more I got to know her the more I realized that that wasn't her true nature and I started trying to figure out why we we would clash a little bit I would come home from work be excited ready to chill and it would kind of like my energy would almost push her away but if she was affectionate and coming on to me Mm -hmm. or trying to spend time with me, then she was all about it. But then as soon as I would try, I would kind of push her away, you know. Uh, I noticed that when we went to the river or to the beach, she'd want to sit on the edge of the water, not really get in the water, but she'd enjoy being out there. Uh, I noticed that certain areas of her house, even though she had this kind of outward appearance of supreme organization and beauty and everything else, she would have this kind of cluttered area, real destroyed everything else. And I just realized pretty soon she's a cat. (laughs) that's all it is she's she's got a cat like personality she likes if if she wants to be petted she'll come you can pet her if you try to chase her around the house she's not going to like it if you try to throw her in the lake she's going to be upset but she'll sit on the edge and watch you know um, got, I, can,
0: I can relate with her on so many. Exactly, levels. got this kind of
3: this <laughs> cocky arrogance. That's like, oh shit, I'm king of the world, when in reality, it's a ten pound fragile animal that has this killer's instinct. You know, <laughs> so it was just funny to, to watch this, and we clash a lot because I'm very dog like. I have, am very social. I like packs. I like running. I like hunting. I like, I like to be entertained constantly, things like that. Whereas she would be more withdrawn. And uh, I just noticed that, well, dogs and cats don't get along. And if I tried to treat her like a dog, then it would actually destroy aspects of her personality that she should be proud of. Uh, it's, just because the world thinks she's snobby doesn't mean she's snobby as who she is. Like, that's fine. And she will be able to succeed wherever she's at as long as that's acknowledged. You know, But it's interesting because we call it husbandry. In animal keeping, your ability to provide a stable environment for something is the husbandry of the animal to provide the diet that they need, the the conditions that they need. I know if my thermostat gets fucked with, I get upset. Like, if it's 74 yep. degrees in my house, y'all, we lost y'all's mind. Like, this is a 69 house <laughs> over here, all right? Leave it on 69, don't fucking touch it. I keep my
0: thermostat off <laughs>
3: during
0: the day. Like, I just, like, no, if we open the windows around yeah, here. I work too hard. You I will pay that drum. power
3: bill. <laughs> yeah. I turn the shower on let the motherfucker run. I pay the water bill, all right? Like, <laughs> if I want it hot in there, it's going to be hot. If I want it cool, it's going to be cool. But uh, another girl that I, was, uh, that I knew really well, she would sink. She was seeing all the time. She would like to nest. Uh, She would kind of flitter in and out of relationships but never really have anything stable. And I realized that she was a bird. She ate like a bird. She sang like a bird. She nested like a bird. She didn't like being held down like a bird. She needed that freedom underneath her wings. And I think the, the more we realize that, the more we can cater our environment and our enclosures that we build around us to suit our individual needs and achieve our full potential rather than just being a product that's being placed somewhere. And uh, a, a really cool interesting study they did was uh, they took rats during the 60s and 70s and they would dilute different drugs and give them to the rats. And uh, let's say they diluted cocaine. Well, this rat would continue to go to the cocaine until it died over and over. The cocaine would have clean water, but then have water that was diluted with coke and it would continue to go to the coke until it killed it. And they were like, okay, well, this drug is this addictive. And they did it with acid, heroin, and everything else. And across the board, these rats were just dying from exposure to this drug. So, okay, well, this is an aggressive addictive substance. Well, the thing about rats is they're social. They're gregorial animals. They, they like to be together. Yeah. So if you put do the same test with a, com, a colony of rats, put a dozen rats in there, they'll try the drugs, but most of the time they'll go back to the water. The other members of the society will keep them from killing themselves with it, things like that, over and over. So I like to take that as a metaphor for addiction and substance abuse in America because, let's say, you're a happy man. You got a spouse, you got a house, you got a car to drive, everything else. If you were to get into a car accident and wind up in the hospital for two weeks on opiates, everything else, you're going to be ready to come home. Yeah, you're not going to want to sit in that hospital on drugs all the time. Now, you take someone who is—I don't want to say less blessed, but someone who hasn't doesn't have those same cur—those same uh, luxuries—and you they get in a car and they go to a hospital. Now they're on opiates; they're in this constant state of. Euphoria. They got a TV to watch. They got people bringing them food and caring about them and mm-hmm. checking on them constantly and everything else. And then they're thrown back on the streets to a life of solitude with nothing. Yeah. Well, the easiest one of those to replace is opiates. So they mm-hmm. associate that euphoria That's, with I the drugs. A very good insight. Out because that. if they put you on opiates after your car wreck, you're not going to get out and start chasing a Loratab and a Percocet. No,
2: because my wife, well, I, I've got been hurt and got like tab and she. Well, not that I have addiction problems mm-hmm. but she will be the one giving me the lore tab but when I've had enough she said that's enough see
3: I will not even take them I don't like them they me itch. but my thing is I, that's not what I would crave yeah. I would crave the human connection that I would have at home and that would seem like isolation to me yeah. being locked in a room pump full of dope and everything yeah. else it would be a negative circumstance to me so to take that and do it to someone to, to look at it from both ends of the spectrum and see that well plenty of people Get in accidents and are given opiates and go right back to humanity society without any long term effects of it and then but to to correlate it with the personality aspects and the situation that they're having to live in it makes sense why they would easily bond and attach to this substance and then come out strung out on the substance because of the cage that surrounds them when they are in fact a social creature that needs certain stimulus certain enrichment and everything else that they're lacking in life. So when we look at our car that we drive, or our house, or our studio, or where we work, our office, or whatever, as a cage that we're literally trapped in for years of our lives, and cater that cage to suit our needs naturally and what we naturally need, then it would be more beneficial for us across the board. Mm-hmm. But most of us look at it as well. This is my house. Oh well, yeah. My car. This well, is if my if the if the recovery
0: from trauma or damage. Is more pleasant than home, that's gonna be a problem. Exactly. You know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's why, like, I, I have close to a zero tolerance for, like, in my home, any type of, like, violence or folks trying to create a, a
3: melodramatic, sad, low vibrational home. See, I prefer violence to passive aggressive. I'd it, rather you be violent and voice your opinion. Well, like, I'd rather you be honest. I'd you, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd rather
0: you be honest. Like if if you're honest, then like 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 truth is a good thing. You know, like it's it's a universally good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harsh. It it is. It the lie is the lie is pretty. Mm-hmm. The the truth is not so much. But if you're if you're taking the time to invest in your own environment you invest in your own home and that doesn't necessarily mean with you know uh, pleasant material things it means about having like something that you you want to be around you want to like come home to those people to this environment your pets and if you don't have that and instead being cooped up in a hospital where now you have people that are concerned about
3: you. They're concerned about you, yeah, sure, because they want to do good, but it's also their job. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's going to end. Yeah. As soon as you're done, it's over. Oh, yeah. You know, all that social that social bonding you is gone.
0: Yeah, but the drug provides an avenue of thought to where you're like, oh, God, I remember this. I remember and feeling the, the like this. the drug's not biased.
3: No. The drug's going to give you attention regardless. Yeah, every time. Compared to, you might see that nurse that kept you alive and she not even recognize you. Yeah. You have no idea who you are. It's wild.
0: Well, what can we uh, what can we pro- promote for you? Where uh, where can uh, folks check out uh, your art or get tattooed? Uh, by uh, you?
3: Follow me on OnlyFans.com, dot uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, Samson Bennett, Sandhill King on all social media platforms. I tattoo and catch snakes. Fuck with me. Where uh, where can they uh, get tattooed by you? At? Uh, in the future. In the future, <laughs> I'm book, booked for roughly the next four or five months. Uh, I'm in Adel, Georgia, H3 Tattoos. Uh, get with me online, call or come by the shop for booking. Uh, long as, as long as you're cool Sand, and waiting, I got you. Sand
0: Hill King, any underscore? Sand
3: Hill Period King on all social media platforms.
2: Oh,
0: yeah,
2: Just, I don't have shit to promote.
0: Wait, I we, we can't. I sell corn. We can't promote your uh, your crops.
2: Who buy blackberries thank you that's buy it.
0: blackberries you heard it folks <laughs> hey what about what about if i don't
2: buy them and you give me a lot for free that's fine <laughs> that's fine i want to make a cobbler <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna make a really big batch of wine this year though Yeah, you're
3: definitely let me know about that fuck with well, me. You ever, you ever had his wine before? i got absolutely plastered in a cabin with wine. oh was like,
2: yeah uh, that's right mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the same night Dane tried to shove vomit through a screen door. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the good old tat wizard. He yeah.
3: brought me along as a tag along and gave me no sort of idea who was going to be there. Dude, I was. I saw you guys. I was like, oh yeah. I was tripping so hard that I know, night. It was fun. And
0: then you and Dane brought out like like an AK yep. and like some other guns and my. Uh, that was a good night. My, it was a fantastic night. Our, our buddy. I'll leave I'll leave his his name out because he was tripping as well. But he comes up to uh, comes up to me. He's like they've got guns. <laughs> <laughs> he brought guns in a stranger. I was, like, I was like, yeah, I was like, that's that's fine. He's like, well, you, you said we should be around guns. I'm like, well, yeah, you, you shouldn't touch one. Yeah, don't like, fuck with it. Especially like, if you're, just, just, you're uncomfortable. I, I, remember, I, I tried to sh- uh, uh, shoot, what was it, like, uh, uh, we had some jugs tied to a string yep. and we threw in the river for target practice. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Which we but, retrieved later for the wildlife. thing. Oh yeah, of yeah.
0: course,
2: of course. We swam down the river, it was cold, we got yeah. it. Mm-hmm.
0: But, I'm there, I'm like, you know, pointing this like little nine millimeter and I just see like the jug just <laughs> going side to side. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, all right, fire off one shot and it's like three feet away from it. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Sure. You sure <laughs> stayed the share of that jug. I succeed. I, <laughs> well, I, I think it was you who came up and you guys were like, oh, you want to fire the AK? I was like, I do not. <laughs> that was like,
2: oh, that was 13. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah it was.
0: Yeah, that's, that was. uh that was uh, well, I mean, Ryan was still alive.
2: Yeah, was yeah. I remember we were all on the, the bottom deck of the cabin, and like Ryan's like, trying to load a gun up to shoot it. Bl- blitzed out of his mind drunk, and we're like, Ryan, just put it down, just leave it alone. And I got it.
3: God. It was a good time. Yeah, and then someone gave me a jar of blackberry wine, and I drank all of it. <laughs> I like, paid for it. The I next was day. trash. Oh, lift. Y'all were staying. I was like, yeah, bye. (laughs) You guys are cool and all, but fuck it. I
2: had a uh, 48-quart cooler full of homemade blackberry wine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was all gone
3: that night. It made a mean bubble bath. I will say that. When I got home, I (laughs) soaked in the
0: tub, boy.
3: It was so good. Just marinating.
0: I I remember I I reserved a spot because I wasn't going to sleep on the floor. I knew that because I was like, I'm going to reserve one of these beds that are back here. I think I think Ryan, I think maybe Dane, with the other people, was like on the floor. Yeah, Dane said he woke up, didn't know where he was, but had to puke. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so he just stood up. And like the walls
2: of the porch, once you,
0: you go outside, it's just all screened in all around. So he just tries to vomit through the screen. What was the screen. That like you
2: see where he he stood up? Because I heard him wake up. It was like five three in the morning. I heard him go oh, and he sat up in the in the cat the back back part of the bedroom. Floor. There was a door was straight. And all along, there'd be like a little, little dribble of vomit, dribble of vomit, get heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier, and it stopped right at the screen. And then you can see where he just tried to shove his face and beat the screen. <laughs> I
3: just imagine like like cheese grating
1: through the holes of the screen.
3: Just driving that green Cadillac with stanky hands in the morning. What have I done?
0: Well, fellas, thank, thanks again for being a being a part of this. Fantastic, I mean, love, time, man. love you both very much. Yeah. If uh, you guys uh, again leave us a uh, a review and uh, you know help help the show out, if you do want to send some questions or uh, ideas or even even dirty words, I, I don't care. I'm kind of accustomed to them at this point. Um, you can follow New Southern Heretics on Instagram at the, just the name New Southern Heretics. Um, send us a message and, uh, you know, we, we tend to read, uh, most of them, but, uh, yeah, uh, send us any questions, any topics. If you want to be a guest on the show, that's, that, uh, may be doable as well, but I really appreciate all you guys for listening. Thanks for making it, uh, through it, uh, one year with us and, uh, we hope to keep doing more in the years to come. Later.